Hello everyone and welcome <laughs> to the stream. I swear to god you guys only speak to me at one second before <laughs> we're about to go live. I wanted um, to show you something. I did. Can you show Can it to I me show now? It to you now? Yeah. Oh, it's a big dildo and then the channel gets Jesus. banned. <laughs> did yeah, it work? To prevent the uh Did it work? What'd you do? Are you a magician? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I guess you could hold on. Let me check my routing. You it's might not be able to. Oh, it's sound. It's a, it is a sound. Oh. That wasn't me. That. I know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. It happened, it happened right as I hit the button. Okay. Well, I don't. It's supposed to work, but it doesn't wait, look like we, it. We're going to wait until you have your sound ready. Yeah, we can wait. Did that work? Yeah. yeah. Do it again. Okay. Oh, for the love of God, stop talking. You got Peachy telling you to stop oh, talking and to shut the fuck up. All right. Well, he recorded it specifically so that I could use it today while you're in your monologue. I know he did. I don't even need to ask then to verify that. I know for a <laughs> it needs fact to be that ten it was times record louder. Recorded for okay. me. Um. Well, Peachy Pixelate. Um. Thanks very much, pal. <clears> best, nice knowing my, you. My best friend there. Um. All right. So, welcome to the. For the love of God, stop talking. <laughs> Spam it. Click it like three times. No. Please. I feel badly. Go do a DJ. Do the DJ move. Oh, for the oh, for, for the love of God, stop talking. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Stop talking. Oh my God. Brad, I would like to let you know that I have zero to do with any of this. Yeah, I know. I don't know why you guys want to wind me up today, all days. That's um, what I told him. That's what I told him. I said, he'll kill me. He'll kill me, BG. He went, no, do it. So what happened to your D&D &D character? Well, there was this Where? machine. <laughs> we got Peachy Pixel 8 to record some loving messages for our DM. I have oh. nothing to do with this. You little... Oh, yikes. Oh, yeah. Me and Peachy have zero to do with it. We are brothers in blood, all right? We don't need all this abuse, okay? I have no idea what's going on anymore. Welcome to the stream, everybody, and the uh, and Hello. the 48th episode, I believe, of... Jesus. Darkfire, maybe? That's actually disgustingly crazy. It is insane. And we've never missed a single episode. Can you please... You've never missed a single episode. <laughs> Well, I just mean the show hasn't. The show has that's never actually, shipped a week. That's actually amazing, by the way. Yeah. kind of cool. Through um, holidays, through trips. Everything. This, remember, never two, been time off. this landed on Christmas special, Day at one point. Like, yeah. <laughs> still yeah. here, on like, Christmas Day. Yeah. You guys all met up. Yeah. Yeah, we still did it. Um, all right. Well, okay, now I'm, no, I'm going to cry. They're, okay. freaking, they're freaking out because they think that this is the last episode. I can't it guarantee be. that it's not. This might be the finale. It might not. We'll find out um, together. I've, I've left what? it very open-ended. Um, I honestly have really not done much in preparation. I kept going into the, uh, into the folder where I keep all the stuff throughout the week. And I was like, I don't even know what to prepare. I'm just, I'm just going to see... How it works out, and I think I'm just gonna, uh, I'm gonna go full, uh, full D and D. Let's see, style GMing instead of preparing anything, and you know, like having any full set pieces. Sometimes I'll, sometimes I'll set up a little set piece. <laughs> what did you just say? Um, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm just relying on on dice rolls today. There will probably be two or three dice rolls that are huge. Um, oh my. God, I would what? imagine. So, <laughs> two or 
Here, here's the <laughs> God damn it. Here's the dice rolls. Does Drift die from falling? No. Does <laughs> each character? Well, right. if I roll for you right now, John. Let's see. Yeah, how do I do? He got fifteen. Hey, so that's so solid. That's oh a God. great episode. So how about how about this? That's how about we don't do any Except intros and we just go right into the game, like All right now? Right. Let's jump into the game then, shall we? Can no. I say hi to chat real quick? Yeah. No. <laughs> what up, chat? Absolutely not. Um, a very yeah. quick little uh, little catch up. Um, as to what happened last week, essentially, realistically, all that happened is just a couple of little bullet points, and that was it. You, um, you as a group, were in the Gate of Fire, that that temple, that dungeon that you were in in the beginning of the campaign. Um, you dealt with a bunch of uh, cultists, and then Drift went a little, uh, a little blood crazy. Um, it it caused him to sort of he drank some of the blood of Rin, and that caused him to have a sort of weird reaction. Um, instead of him going entirely insane, um, because he is now partially drift and partially this creature known as the first, the first kind of jumped in as well and was about to go blood crazy and eat you all and then managed to contain himself and, uh, have a quick discussion with you. He offered you all power, um, to, to sort of join him and he would give you the power to, to win the day to defeat Death Singer. Um... You pretty much denied him. I think 19 was about to accept the thing, but then uh, then he was like, all right, fine, fuck you. He drew you into the Shadowfell where you basically entered into combat with him. He, um, he was doing a lot of damage. He was freaking you guys out. Um, he was very quick and very powerful. He was on his own, um, but he kind of messed you guys up. 19 went down. And um, once Drift had stopped being a giant alligator or whatever, um, he said, screw this. You, the only way that you can have whatever it is that you want, and I don't want, I want to deny you that, is if you don't have me as a vessel. Drift launched himself off of the bridge that you were fighting on, which was over this enormous chasm. Um, in response to this, Rin leapt off as well. Iro leapt off as well. Um, and the 19 first, was left to die. The first leapt off as well, so that you guys jumped off this bridge, and that was the last we yeah, saw. Stubby, best buys. 19 and Stubby were left up at the top. Stubby wasn't gonna just jump off this thing after you guys, um, so he went over to see if he could tend to 19. Um, he was lucky Which in that did. he managed to uh stabilize 19. 19 woke up after about four hours, 19 was transported back to the gate of fire along with stubby and that was pretty much the last we saw of everyone and everything hmm who do we want to who do we want to start with who do we want to start with yeah go on then roll me a d2 which number do you want to be bro i want to be one all right you roll a one One. (laughs) you roll a one we shall return big now and make them go first nope you have you have chosen you chose yourself as one, and you are now the one, Neo. Um, so I'm now the first. I watched that last night to make you feel better. So you watched, Is that what you're uh, saying? I am now the first? Uh, no, you are not. You're the furthest thing from the first, unfortunately. Listen, just because I'm a robot. Compared to the rest of them. Um, <laughs> you are... You are 19. Um, and you are oh, yeah. one of the uh, the... The guardians of the gate of fire here so we're going to jump back in 
Sorry, my Chrome is being weird, and it's taking me a while to get back. Bam! There we go. Young man, nineteen. You young man. Where's Stubby? Stubby is there too, but I'll find him in a second. Um, you and Stubby are transported back here when um, <clears throat> you you said something to each other. I can't remember what it was, but then the uh, then the air around you began to shimmer, if you recall. I do. Um, Stubby... Oh, if you're wondering, we're starting, by the way, if you're watching out there. Hell yeah, this we're is starting. The, we're back in. This is the beginning. There he is. So you and Stubby find yourselves back here. The room, although I've cleared it of tokens, does still contain um, bodies of the cultists that you dealt with. Um, when the first was in the room, there was like images of their souls being like drawn from them, these ghostly figures that have, have lifted up from them, but they seem to have departed. And uh, you find yourself in an empty room here. The... Um, only real things going on in in each corner there are these sort of bowls of fire there is that globe which still exists it looks um it's like a it's almost like a hologram that sits and floats above that pedestal magically like an uh, an illusion of the uh the world of lacrin you can see that it it appears to be summertime it's not the icy version of it that you saw last time um, the there are the there are the couple of exits out of this room and then there is the stairway that leads downwards I'm going to roll one dice. That's not good. Um, <laughs> I'm rolling one dice for something. And uh, is there anything you want to do immediately? Yes. I want to tell Stubby that he should get another one of the fire rings off one of the cultists and put it in his pocket. <laughs> um, Stubby pulls a little, uh, a little, a little, a little uh, purse out. And then opens it, and inside is like six of those rings already. <laughs> and he says, uh, "Hey, you think I wasn't going to profit off of that? Hey, uh, oh. I didn't take them all, though. You know, not fair." Mm. Well, it was a good choice. I'll say that much. Uh, right, we're back then, are we? He pops open the the a cork from another bottle. Um, uh, of he's got a pocket in that endlessly pulls whiskey he can pull whiskey from and he pulls another one pops the cork and takes the swig all right what are we gonna do go kill this demon well uh, hmm. i wonder where the others are at uh, they could just be dead um i uh i don't know what's going on in your noggin but i saw him they jumped off that there bridge. Mm, but did you see them die? Nay. Then they could be alive. Aye. Uh, uh, if they was uh, coming back, wouldn't they be back? The real question is how long will we go on? Uh, I suppose we could go outside and have a look, see if the sun's up. Can I do a check to see if any weird reason I would have any clue how long we were gone, Brad? If you can come up with a, a way <laughs> to figure out, out that you are. Can I, 
19 looks at the globe in the corner. Yeah. And the globe in the corner, I want to see if it looks different. Um, okay, give me an investigation check. Okay. Are you actually heading closer to it and looking at it, or are you... Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at it, at it from, from a distance here? for now. <laughs> All right. That's not me telling you that it's going to explode or anything. I was just... We're going to go with a 12 on the investigation check. Um, from here, it looks pretty much the same. I think you probably weren't focused Dude, on it at all at any point when you first came in here, because why would you be? There were cultists, and then there was a demon lord thing. And then, yeah. How do the bodies look that were dead? It's a better question. Yeah. Um, they look the same, um, but you can probably check body temperature, lividity. Well, it'd be hot as fucking here, but I'll check it anyways. Let's go, Brad. Um, you can find one of the ones that doesn't have the ring on it um, that has been taken from the body, and you head over to one of these uh, cultists. You find a human man, looks like he's maybe in his late 30s, and you roll him over. The robe falls back from his uh, from his head. He's got the, the shaven head, similar to the one with the beautifully shaped head before, and uh, you, uh, you move him around, and you can see that his... His body's moving around like his arm moves um, relatively, like, relaxed. It doesn't look like any um, rigor mortis is set in or anything like that. Um, the heat might, I guess, help with that. But I think you can probably determine relatively quickly without even doing an investigation check that it can't have been too long. There's not really any decay on the body. There's not really any rigor mortis. It, it probably hasn't been very long. Um... You can give me an investigation check to truly work it out with things that we don't understand uh, with our actual brains, but 19 might be able to with his super brain. Yeah, let's do it. Give me an investigation check. By the way. 11. 11. Um, I think you probably assume that the time was relative. Um, the time that you yeah. were away compared to the time you were back here. And it wasn't too long. Um, it, the fight was only... Like, it would have only been like 10 minutes, right? Oh, but you, you rested for four hours. Oh, um, that's right. The four hours of rest of milk, yes. The, uh, yeah, the, the, there's no way it was longer than that, though. Body would be starting to do weird things, get smelly. If it was any okay. longer. Okay, okay. Well, it appears as though... We weren't gone for long. Maybe the four hours, but... I was in space floating for... what felt like years. This seems like we might not even have been gone for more than a few minutes. Aye. I could be wrong. Right, well, uh... Mm, I suppose, uh, we could... We could leave now. They dealt with that demon. Sorry, if you feel like you need to leave, then so be it. And if you feel like you still want to avenge your brother, then you'll come with me down those stairs. All right. Uh, wait, hang on. So, wait. Uh, oh, I'll explain. That demon was not the demon we were looking for. No, it was not. The demon we are looking for is down those stairs. The demon that what was was the one that was taking over Drift. Right. You guys right. are, uh, you guys are really weird. You know that, right? Bye, and so are you. How did you get caught up in all this, anyway? 
Well, if you'd like to walk with me, I'll walk and talk, shall we? All right. Do I now have no cares? <laughs> I'm sorry. I think something legit just blew up outside. Like, not like right by me, but like. I don't understand what's happening over here, uh, by the way, John. What are you doing? <clears throat> I have to deal with my dog for a second. My dog is shaking really bad. I'm really it's, sorry. It's Give me just very one. close to 4th of July. Yeah, 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 you're good. I was trying to find something to cover the camera, but I, I, someone said a diaper in chat. <laughs> a diaper and it doesn't work. <laughs> you put anything there. I don't. The problem is it's such a small space. All right, I'll tell you what. Since I've got the time, I'll save you. I'm not a fan of turning off the camera, by the way, D&D people. Just, I'm going to put that out there in the world. I was going to tell you guys this. Now we have a moment to talk. Yeah, I don't know why they're doing it either. They're just no, like, no, I... Because we're I, fucking I, dead. We don't, know, we don't know what's wrong, John. We don't know. It scares me. I like seeing your reactions. But I will I will cover. I will cover it. Oh, I'm good. Okay. I'm so sorry. I had to put her thunder jacket thing on because it was either something blowing up or fireworks. So... Either way, I looked over at her and she was like, <laughs> Come here. Yeah, my dog does that with a fire alarm. My apologies. Thanks for being patient with me. Chat. Of course, of course. Um, All right, where were we? Where were we? Remind me. I got really worried about give her. Me, uh, give me a perception check or an investigation check because the room is starting to look a little weird around you. I'm going to forcibly, I'm gonna forcibly remove John from the, from the screen. Come on, man. It's okay. I got you. Thanks, bud. Be gone. So there you go. I've saved you. But don't forget to let me remind me. Because I will forget that I have covered him up. Thanks, buddy. 10 on your perception check. So, around you, the room, since you've come back, has looked a little weird. You know when you look... Um, when you're in a desert or something and you get that kind of heat mirage um, I think it was like that a little bit around you I think you probably assume that the room kind of looked this way when you first arrived as you start to move away and stubby and you start to head up these small stairs towards the longer or larger staircase that heads down to a to well you don't know where um, you've never been down there um, but further down you can see that this this heat mirage is becoming a lot worse. I think at first maybe you think that your vision is going a little oddly. Um, <clears throat> a bit like if you were like taking your glasses off and putting them back on really quickly and just kind of like zooming in and out. Um, going in and out of focus. Um, but you can see that it's actually just the room itself because as you kind of look at Stubby he seems to be relatively in focus. Um, it looks like it's the, the walls, the, um, the stone slab flooring, the, the ceiling. The flooring is red, the, the walls are, are red and black in places. Um, it says it sort of shows you grey on the map because that's just how it is, but for the most part it's red and black in here with all that arcane writing over it. Um, the arcane, tiny little flecks of light of arcane writing kind of shimmer in and out from your vision as well, and I think it gives you a very sort of odd disassociative feeling for a moment as you try to focus on what is going on with this room. Um, 
but you're i think you're probably struggling to move around it's almost it probably would feel to us like we were passing out or something but 19 is a warforge so it might be a little different for him um but it is it's getting increasingly worse while you're here A dog that is literally stepping on everything I need right now. What would you like to do? You want to carry on? Uh, I want to ask Stubby if he notices anything. Um, Stubby kind of turns around and, um, in what way do you ask him? Do you say that he's, do you ask if he sees that it's blurry or? Yeah, yeah, basically. He, uh, he does like a, a 316, and I think he's relatively perceptive himself. He's kind of drunk, but, um, he says, uh, Hey, I'm not that placed. Everything looks alright. You know, it's weird. I've never seen nothing like this before. And he taps the ground. What is that? I've just seen if the ground is doing weird things. I don't know, you tell me you are the ones that brought me up in here fighting demons and sent to some evil place with some big bastard that can fly mm. I think it's starting I think we need to go and I think we need to go now if we're going to stop it it seems like it just could be seconds away from it being finished could I roll a check to see if this makes me like assume that maybe the ritual's almost done uh, you can give me an arcana check. Okay. 14. Man, my rolls are fucking fantastic today. Um, oh. When you, uh... When you were outside and the the mountain exploded, um... Since then, it's been kind of calm. Like, the area... There hasn't been a lot of, like, dangerous rumbling and... and underground crunching noises like you got when you were outside fighting um i think on a 14 um you can assume that whatever ritual they were they were casting um maybe came towards the end there um and since then they haven't really been doing anything else um what is happening to you is almost definitely not related to whatever spell they're casting Okay. It seems like something else. I think you feel probably more like it's more akin to the actual gate itself as opposed to their spell specifically. Stubby, something's happening to me. I don't know what it is. But if I fall or I disappear, you make your choice. You leave out that door where we came from or you head down those stairs and avenge your brother. Uh, but for now, I assume that we move together. While we can. Yeah, we just lost a few troops there, Captain. Um, uh, this demon, what am I expecting? Do you have any... <clears throat> would it, 19 would... Would... I need help from my crew. Was there any point in time where 19 would have known what Death Singer is? Mm, I don't know think if about, he actually ever knew. Yeah, you, um... Did he? Um, it would probably only have been down to whether you learned anything from, uh, from Rin. PB. Yeah. Um, you weren't, you weren't involved in the combat. I can imagine, mm, you guys sat 
down for a decent amount of time before you went into this gate, do you think you guys would have filled in 19 on what happened, at least in a rough way? Um, yeah, I do. I don't know, actually. Only because he was like, we don't have time to talk. But you did sit down for four hours, I think. Or or one hour. I can't remember what it was exactly, sorry. Yeah. I think it was an hour. Like an hour of catching up. Yeah, then I'd say yeah. Told him about what happened after in Darkfire and the deal, probably. But I doubt we would describe what Darkfire looks like. Right. You know what I mean? I don't think we'd get into that kind of detail. So I think... All I need to know, all this I need to know right now is... Did somebody explain Death Singer to me? I think tonight? you probably have an idea that Death Singer is a man. He seems to be kind of like a, um, a powerful wizard of some sort, something like that. He can cast okay. a lot of spells. He's, the leader, he's the leader of the cult, and uh, they they encountered him, and he was pretty fucking tough back then. But they managed to okay. stave off, you know, killing him. So uh, yeah, I think you have an idea. Let's say you have an idea, but not maybe exact. So. The only thing I can tell you is that it's a very powerful sorcerer by the name of Death Singer. I would assume by the sound of his name, although I don't know much. Do you have any earplugs? Uh, earplugs. You might want to consider making some makeshift ones. I don't think it would have the same effect on me, but the name Death Singer just screams at me and tells me that something he does. Uh, I would just be very careful. Right, aye, but like, uh, earplugs. Uh, let's see if I can fashion something up here. Hold. You have corks from your bottles. Nice, yeah. I'm going to give him advantage to fashion some earplugs. Um, he, uh, he grabs a, a, two, a cork, splits it in two, and then sort of whittles it down into like an earplug shape and plugs them into his ears and then says, uh, Do you need it now, or do you think I should just hold on to them? I would wear them. I'd just keep them in. Addy! Can you hear me? A little bit. What? Good. I give him a thumbs up. Uh, I can hear noise a bit, but he's not got lips. Shakes his head. Points towards the stairwell. Addy! And uh, Stubby heads down towards the, uh, the stairwell and just says, Right, I'll be quiet. Uh, are we going straight down? I go like this to gesture to pull one out real quick. Hey. Thank you, Stubby. Uh, hey. I'm doing I'll it. do my best to keep you alive. Right. Okay. We've got your back, and thank you for coming with us. You're going to want to drink more before we head down there. Uh, not sure that's possible, but I'll try Pops his ear plug back in, takes a big deep swig, mm. grabs a, grabs an arrow, and uh, starts to head down the stairs. Kind of. Uh, I'm gonna give him a spell before he goes down. I'm gonna cast resistance on him before he goes down. All right, absolutely. <laughs> um, also, I want to do one other thing before we go down. Yeah, I want to see how well his earplugs are made. <laughs> okay. You want to do an investigation check on him? Oh, I thought you were going to do something specific. Um, I am. I, I am probably depending on how well they're made. Yeah, I mean, what are you doing to, to uh, test it first? You just uh, wanted, while he was making them, you would just 
checking to see whether they work. You know, just maybe see, like he said, he really couldn't hear me or anything like that. I just basically what it comes down to is if he's got more than one of those, I want to use mending to mend them together to make them better. If that um, makes sense. Yeah, I don't know if that's how that spell works. I think that just breaks. If something is broken that isn't like magical, it just okay. fixes it back up. But you can give me an insight check for when he was, sure. uh, when you were speaking to him about it. 24. It seems like he can't really hear anything, but he was responding a little to you making noise. It didn't seem like he understood your words. He could hear, okay. like, real muffled, like, kind of noise, maybe. Okay. Then we're good. I don't need to do anything. But, yeah, I'm just going to cast resistance on him then before we go down there. So okay. he has that on the way down. Um, and... Uh, yeah, we're good. He has mending up. He has resistance on him, so it's just one. Okay. And you guys head down the stairs. Once you uh, once you get to the bottom of the stairs, um, there's it goes it goes down a little ways, but it's not too far. Um, you uh, it's only like two or three flights before you uh, before you get to the bottom. Um, let me roll one dice, and then I'm gonna roll one other dice at disadvantage <laughs> for Stubby's ears. Can't hear anything, and uh, you can give me a perception check if you want for when you come out of the bottom of the stairs here. Nineteen. Nineteen, of course. Um, yeah, you come out at the at the bottom of the stairs into a very small room. Um, down here, you can tell, but it doesn't affect you that the heat is. Uh, it would be unbearable. It would. It would. For a human being, it would kill them very quickly. Um, the rooms down here look very similar to the way that they were upstairs, but you're having this issue at the moment where the room itself is kind of odd and blurring out. I think a couple of times you almost maybe stumble down the actual steps as you go to step on one, and then it kind of moves a little. Um, as you continue to move down further and further into this uh, down this stairwell, uh, roll me a constitution saving throw, please. 17. You can feel that this, this place down here is, is something else. It's, give me another arcana check. That's an in-base thing. That's high. Oh, one. Natural one. Yeah, you, you don't, I don't think you get any, uh, any sense of, why or what's happening or what the difference is between the previous level to this level you can tell for sure that it's different it it's operating on a whole other thing um the sense of a stifling kind of heat permeates the fact that you're immune to fire damage but would probably give you a a, a level of um um claustrophobia almost i think as you come down these stairs the walls are vibrating in and out and ahead of you, at the end of a corridor, you can see four cult members. Um, and they don't appear to be setting a trap or anything like that. They just, they are just stood there. Two of them are in masks um, that look similar to a blank version of the masks that you all received before. Um, they all received. I don't think I ever got one. Yeah, but one of those. Um, and then yeah. two other cultists who have the robes on. One of them is a halfling. Um, the other three... Uh, humans maybe or or you know it could be tieflings or something but it's hard to tell with the mask and the robes and things but they look kind of like you know average sized um one of them is for sure a halfling he has the hood down um 
and uh, a smile on his face as you guys approach the bottom of the stairwell and look down this corridor. They stood um, in what looks like an open corridor at the other end with the with the fire light underneath them from that small gap that you get with the flava underneath it. And uh, Stubby kind of brings up an arrow. The, the halfling says, Now, now. Not yet. We've been expecting you. Well, not you, dwarf. You, 19. I'm going to bring you over to the map just to give you a slightly better idea of the distance oh and things God. of where you are. Um, <gasps> what do you do to react? Anything? I do. I talk. What do you mean you've been expecting me? Well, we've waited a very long time for your arrival. And therefore we were expecting you. Explain yourself. Why were you expecting me? Uh, that would be because uh, you are here to help us. Are you not? Yes, I am. Interesting. So, your comrades, where are they? And who's this dwarf? This dwarf is my close friend who's been helping me along my journey for a very long time now. Mm. I wouldn't go anywhere without him. My other comrades, they did not make it. Give me a deception check. About the dwarf. Twenty. He says, uh, huh, "Well, I suppose." He kind of turns to the uh, the figure next to him and looks up and says, "Well, things have been strange since we came in here." Very well. If you'll come quietly, we'll take you to the gate. And he turns and points north on this map and kind of gestures this way. Very well, but first, is he ready? I think the question should be whether you're ready. Of course I am. I didn't float in space for nothing. Mm. The, um, the... I didn't come back for nothing. Stubby kind of looks back and forth and he says, uh, Am I, uh, you want me to take care of him? Shake my head no. Puts the arrow back over his shoulder. They friends of yours? A nod, yes. They look like the fuckers up there. He doesn't respond. Let's see if Stubby understands what's going on. Let's see if Stubby trusts you enough to know what's going on. He does. Um, he um, he puts the uh, the bow over his shoulder, but steps back a little and kind of gives you a nod, and then just re stays relatively quiet and lets you uh, do whatever you want to do. He'll just follow you around. Turned my fan off, chat. <laughs> Um, uh, as I walk closer to the cultists, um, 
when we get over by them, may I do a perception check on them to see, especially the masked ones? I'm just looking for. I, I'm trying to think of how. I, let me think of how I can express this. I might have to rethink what I'm trying to say. They look like they've been waiting for me. I want to do an insight check on them is really, I think, what I'm trying to get at. I want to do an insight check to see if this is some kind of tr- potential trap or if it seems kind of like Stubby did with me, if you could trust me. I kind of want to see if I could trust them, quote unquote. All right. Yeah. Give me an insight check. Yes. Crit one. Uh, oh, you can trust them. Okay. 100%. Um, they seem... It doesn't seem much like a trap. They are armed, um, and they seem relatively prepared for you to do something crazy. Um, they don't let you get too close. I think they move away from you, but they kind of gesture ahead. Um, when you get close enough, you can see that the the masked individuals look a little bigger. They might be orcish or half-orc, something like that. Um, the one which is directly ahead of you, next to the halfling, is... Uh, is almost definitely a human underneath the uh, under the robe. Um, he's got like a rugged beard that you can see a little of, um, or like a five o'clock shadow, which you might not usually find on an elf. And um, at the end of the uh, corridor, one way is uh, what looks like a, another chamber, just or, or like the end of a corridor. It looks like it turns left and right into smaller chambers. At the far end, on the other side, though, you can see the figure known as Death Singer. To you, um, you're seeing him for the first time. Oh my god. If that's correct. Mm-hmm. He, I think he saw the, the the image of young Death Singer in the temple. Oh yeah, you saw, the, you, you yeah. saw the, uh, the younger version of him. Yeah. And uh, this is him here as well, and he doesn't have a mask on. Um, you can see this aged version of the uh, the young man that you saw in that temple um he does have a scar on his face um and he's wearing uh no armor or anything like that when when you all saw him previously um 19 you didn't see him but you saw him in the snow snow singer to keep with the varying names that people gave him in the discord um he had like decent armor on like he had come from or came prepared kind of somewhat to uh, to fight short sword and shield style um this figure standing before you is is just wearing a robe and it's open a little bit so you can see the top of his chest and he's, he's either naked under it or he's got like very little on under there. Um, he's wearing trousers and, and boots um, and he's standing just amid one of these, uh, he's on top of a, a kind of um, plinth that raised, raises up and there, there would normally presumably be flava or something inside a bowl. There are several of these bowls around um, but inside this one, there's some purple fire, which is kind of burning around the bottom of his feet, sitting up, wisping up around his robes and the back of the cloak. Um, and he's standing there. He does have his masks around his waist. Um, you can see that he does have the sword that he's always carrying, a relatively nice-looking um, ornate sword that for sure works, um, but still... Um, and other than that, I think he's just kind of stood there. His his hair is normally tied back as well, but but it's down and loose, um, and very long around his shoulders. And uh, he's smiling and casually stood there. He um, ushers you forward. I walk forward. 
you you guys probably all start to walk up towards the area and he's he's elevated um there is uh let me see if i can just move everyone as one he's he's elevated oh. um a little ways up and you probably step up onto the stairs and uh in front of this this plinth where he is give me an investigation check mm -hmm. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Um, this is not him. Um, but it is him. But it's not him. It's uh, it's a projection of him or a projection of his consciousness <sighs> or something like that. Um, as you get closer, you can see that 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 fire looks real. The purple fire underneath him, but it's going through his legs and up through his body, and he's ever so slightly incorporeal. He looks very physical and real. He doesn't look like a ghost, but he. He, um, the fire's going, like, into his legs and stuff. It's clipping, basically. So you can tell that he, he for sure is some sort of, um, yeah, force ghost. And, um, uh, he, but he looks down towards you and, um, he says, uh, You finally made it, then. I finally made it, then. We've been expecting you. We weren't expecting this newcomer of yours. Where are the others? They are dead. Nope. That can't be. They are. I gave my people strict instructions. They would never, ever follow me. Then what? <sighs> it appears as though something else it was a part of one of them attempted to kill all of us. Needless to say, I'm the only survivor. Didn't happen that long ago, either. Mm. Unfortunate. I rather hoped that I would be the one to draw the final drop of blood you from each of them. You would have been the one to drop the final draw of blood? Mm. I yes. wish I could have wrung Rin's neck. Give me a deception check. I don't think he's lying. <laughs> Eleven. He uh, he seems to be distracted as you say this. Um, he's kind of like he he turns away from you as you say these things, and then he turns back as you say it, and he looks down at you and says, "You, yes, yes. I suppose they." abandoned you, didn't they? It's not about the abandonment. It's about the principle. Uh, did they even try and return you from wherever it was you were sent? No. Hasmol sent me there right as I was apparently about to feet and meet somebody that I think would have been somebody very close to me. Mm. He is dead, no? Uh, you referring to Hasmol? Yes. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Eight. Uh-oh. The room around you is starting to really just zoom in and out. It's starting to really... You're starting to struggle a little bit to see this room, this place. And 
The people around you, you can see relatively well. Even the kind of projection of Death Singer in this fire stays relatively stable, but the room starts to shift and turn, that dolly zoom effect. Um, can I do a check and see if this is fucking Hasmol? You just did your check. Okay. And that was what it was for, okay. Death Singer continues to speak to you, but you his voice trails <gasps> away from you as he says, I spent a long time out in the desert by myself as well. And his his voice trails away as he continues to speak to you. And uh, you hear a voice that sounds similar to Hasmol, but also sounds a little like your own. Um, <clears throat> it has an element to it that, that is for sure that of Hasmol's, but there's also an element to it that makes it sound like almost your own thoughts or your own reflections um, of your own voice inside the uh, inside the voice and he says Dead me do you know who I am do you know what I am can I speak in my my head to him you can yes but is it really you do you know what he is I don't think so. <laughs> we never, we never really, we never really sunk into if he's like a god or no. On those lines, he says, uh, "Where, where am I? What do you mean, where are you? Tell me where I am. It appears as though you are inside of me, inside of a temple." The gate. What of the gate? I need you to prove to me that this is Hasmol. Uh, mortal. You have failed your pursuit, haven't you? You already know that I did. And if this is Hasmol, then you already know everything that has happened. What happened after the interloper? After you were granted my my energy? Tell me of the gate. Prove to me you are Hasmol, and I will tell you all you want to know. Ask me anything, mortal. Something that only I would know between us. Who is she? The one that brings you life. From. She is a, a guardian or something like this. Something like I am, but for a rune. More like Darkfire than I. She guards something that allows the life that flows through you to keep you bound together. I used it, I twisted it, and I brought you back with it, long ago. I am 19, better known as Phantom in certain worlds. And whoever you are in my head, until you can prove to me who you are, I can tell you no more. Anyone could know that, especially... And I would like to say that in the form of where I'm at in that room, I would like to look up 
at where Deathsinger was standing. Deathsinger is still speaking. Um, you uh, you hear the voice in your head, kind of interrupting voice, exasperatedly say, "I will, I will return." What do you need from me? You, you, which? Where are you trying to? to Talking to the brain again. Turn Talking. your attention to. You can hear Deathsinger say, uh, "Lord Darkfire and his pursuit will begin its final phase. Together, we shall usher in a new era." And uh, he's doing his villain monologue as you kind of fade back towards the voice in your head, and he says, "I will return, but you must grant me more time, mortal one." How much time do you need? And do you know if the others are alive? How long has it been? Long enough. I'm beginning to feel, beginning to see. I must, I must rest. Hold on, mortal one. I will return. I think the, uh, the sense that you don't understand, that you don't, uh, feel this thing around you as much begins to kick in. The room around you and the, the slabs and stuff begin to, um, uh, stabilize a little. It's not so much either. You can still see that it's kind of a little weird. Trying to focus on anything physical in this room that isn't the other people is still a little tough for you to do. But it definitely feels like it uh, makes it a little easier for you. And Deathsinger is, is still speaking and he turns down towards you and says Yes. The second age of the Magi. Yes. The second age of the Magi. My life's work. How many years has it been for you? Too many to count. Almost as many as there are on the calendar. Mm. How much more time? He uh, holds up his own hand. Turns it around. Give me a perception check as he kind of... Oh, my fucking God. Also, is is anybody else... Is that happening for anybody else with Brad? Really? Yeah, he was lagging for a sec. Okay, I wanted to make sure that wasn't just me. I thought maybe it was me because of the storm. Uh, perception. Perception, motherfucker. 13. You can see that uh, <clears throat> as he moves his hand around... Um, his I'd hands... also like to do a perception check, by the way, but I'll tell you about it in line in a minute. His hands look uh, kind of old and kind of um, calloused and, and used and broken. The symbol that was on them previously, uh, the symbol that was on the left hand is gone. And uh, he says, I have already overstayed my welcome. And I doubt you have much longer left either. You think? You think it'll happen that fast? Mm-hmm. Can I roll a perception check to see if there's anything that is keeping him and bringing him up right here? Uh, you can give me another arcana check to work out what okay. is going on. Okay. 12. 
He's for sure casting uh, uh, an illusionary version of himself. Um, it's strong enough that he's able to speak through it and, uh, and, and aim it towards this area. He can't be too far away. Um, that's, I think, all you can gather. He's, he's projecting it from nearby, but I don't think you know exactly where, but he's got, he's got to be relatively close. You're in a relatively long hallway. Beyond this um, fire that he's standing in is another room as well. Um, and you can kind of make it out from where you are. You'd have to move closer to it. The hallway continues on. Um, and you're in a, you're in like a big like open chamber, but it's it's narrow in in the sense that it's uh, there's nothing here. It just looks like a the type of hallway that you might walk down. Um, what else do you want to do? Where are you? And why have you not? Why are you not here? I wasn't sure how rash you would all be. I had to be prepared. You understand? You understand that it would be different if the other three were with me. They're not like me. I am sure that is the case. They can be rather emotional. Yes, very emotional. They make terrible decisions when they're emotional. He grabs at his throat and then he says, Come then, let us end this. And he turns around, and as he turns around, the, the projection disappears into the flame. The flame rises up, and the, uh, the halfling kind of points at the hallway beyond. He's, the halfling says, You can go down there, but the dwarf stays here. The dwarf is with me, dead or alive. The halfling looks back and forth towards the others. Give me a uh, persuasion check. Come on. I would actually like to continue speaking to potentially turn that into an intimidation check. If you would like to try and intimidate him, you can. The dwarf has been with me, and I think you know your place, halfling. Do you or do you not know your place? He says, uh, Oh, I know my place. My place is right here. This is my Good. destiny, along with yours. And mine is not right here. And this young dwarf. Young. The uh, halfling. Can you hear me? The uh, the, <laughs> the dwarf. Uh, oh no! Yeah, he's got his head. Red that. He's got his uh, earplugs in. The halfling says, "This is not. This is not his destiny. He shouldn't be here." You think that you choose his destiny or anybody's more than myself? Or the Great One? Is that what you think? That you control it more than me? Or Darkfire himself? His eyes widen at the name. Yes, that's what I thought. This was... You will stay in your place. Come, Dwarf. Not the plan. Give me uh, an intimidation check. Ten. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled a three. He says, this was not the plan, but... Uh, he kind of looks over towards one of the masked cultists and they nod their head and... Fine then. Go with him, dwarf. And Stubby's just standing there looking around. I nod to him and gesture that he's coming with me, basically. He's just following you. Do you head into yep. the next chamber? I do. 
Um, 19. Heads into the next chamber. And I think uh, you notice that the uh, the others don't follow you in. The the cultists that were behind you, they, they walk with you somewhat, but they stop themselves um, at the entranceway. And you continue onwards um, down some stairs, and you can see that the the chamber at the uh, at the other end here has some um, some more people inside. You can you can make out a few figures that stand a little further in. It looks like you're walking into a room a little more similar than to the one that you first met um, Hasmol in. Um, okay. It kind of looks like it's opening up, and it has a couple of little. Um, elevated areas and then some chambers that, that push out from, from either side of the hallway ahead of you. Um, at the center of this much larger chamber room, there is another pot of fire. Um, this has got the purple flames coming up out of it. At the top, there's, a, there's, there's um, two sets of stairs that split left and right and head up and around the chamber to an, an upper viewing floor kind of. Um, that's not too far up, but it's it's got its own pot of fire. It's maybe only about 20 feet off the floor or something like that. Um, and you can make out a few, a few figures down there as you begin to walk down this this hallway. Um, give me uh, another constitution saving throw. I'm going to roll for Stubby as well. Stubby is fucking unbelievably strong. 19. And so are you. Um, yeah, the walls r- remain relatively stable and... Uh, you step forwards and through this hallway and into the next area, and that is where we flip. Good, because I got to pee real bad. To the other group, yeah. I, I also have no idea what's going on with the sound as well. I think Can you mute something. yourself, Tiger? Because I think it's you've got a fan going that's a lot really loud. Uh, it sounds like we're at the ocean. Yeah. That's just how Flava sounds for, for everyone who's curious. I can mute you if you... Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It was your okay, time. It's just it just means it's my fan that's in the other room. I can go turn it off. Um, all right. Flipping to the other crew. It's so weird that it picks it up. It doesn't pick will it up you, on anything will else. Will you uh, bring my video back? <laughs> yes, I will. Good shout. Uh where is it? Fuck. Oh. Can we talk about what are just we, happened? Are we doing this? Okay. Yeah, you can discuss it briefly if you want. It was crazy shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh my god. So, what is happening to Wag? I don't know. You guys are not we're dead. We're in the fucking shadow realm, man. I don't yeah, know what's going right. on. Well, okay. You look like. Damn. You look like you're in that music. Oh, man. Real quick, that's gone, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Thank you. Sorry about that. Please forgive me. All right. Um. Listen, it's hot, all right? I'm boiling like a little frog. <laughs> you, okay, so the other group. The last thing we saw, Drift, you jumped yeah. off of the thing. Yeah. Did you not? Yes, you did. I did. And, uh, mute him again. I can hear it twice. Um, <laughs> see if it's him or me. It's for sure, Tiger. I can see it lighting up. You jump off. for sure me because I had the volume turned up a bunch. <laughs> the uh, you you jumped off the thing drift, 
yeah. and you fall. You begin falling. And so does the others. You've got little little tokens little tokens on the screen, and that's for you all to roll initiative with. If you wouldn't mind <laughs> what? rolling me an initiative here. I'm fighting in the air! <laughs> As each of you jump from this horrible uh, chasm in this shadow oh. realm. I'm so excited. <laughs> from I'm this bridge. And I shall roll for... For some reason, I can't click my token? Uh, all right, just roll me an Oh, you need to add it. maybe Drift the Furt? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't matter too much. Just roll me an initiative and I'll change the number. Awesome. Um, <sighs> the first roll of the night from Rin is a natural one. Natural one. Jesus Christ. Uh, I got this. First rolls. Yikes. 11. And wow, so he goes first. Oh, God, no. So. It is his name. Just to set up um, how this looks. Drift, you just, whoom, you jump off and you jump. start falling. There is a Pretty moment far. where you can see from the very small amounts of ambient light that were coming from the these pillars that were around by the bridge. Um, maybe a couple of fires somewhere. There's this huge gothic landscape, these old, old ruined buildings. Some of them appear to just endlessly burn um, Dark Souls style. And uh, you jump into this darkness. For a moment, you can see with your dark vision, with the light available, the rush of the wall that runs along the side of the chasm. And then it's gone. Even for you, with dark vision on, you are now just free falling in what feels like pitch blackness. Um, you can feel the rush of the air. You can feel that you're, you're falling still. But for the most part, it's kind of um, blackness. Um, you hear the, the first shout from like away, like, no, no, no. And then he does the same thing. Doom, doom. Actually, he doesn't run. He kind of just glides because he, he's levitating. He glides away um, as fast as he can and leaps off of the edge as well. Rin has her moment and then uh, does the next. Were you next? It was you, right? Yeah, it was um, me. She leaps off the edge and then Irodir a few seconds uh, later on. Um, you all experience the same thing, that rush of the air, you see the, the thing going, and each of you begins to free fall at different rates. Um, some of you kind of crush inwards, like collapse your body inwards so that you get more aerodynamics and fire down, I assume. Um, Drift, are you doing anything insane in your first moments as you jump off the edge? Um, no, I was, I, was, I was ready. I was answering that it was my only way was to jump off. Okay. And make him come after me yeah. and possibly die. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, you you start falling. You suddenly then um, you sense the presence a presence behind you, I think, or above you, and you can turn and, and look up if you do, and you see this much larger form, this huge form of the first. He's falling towards you. That kind of robe that he has, that is made of like a weird coalescence of blood that forms around his body. It's just, it's like not even like flapping like a cloakwood in the wind. It's just falling apart as if it was liquid blood. And you can see more of his body, this kind of huge gray stone giant almost form. This humanoid, mostly muscular, um, and uh, the, the blood cloak kind of, for the most part, peels away from him. He has 
these horrible ears, this massive mouth filled with very sharp and long teeth, and this giant form with these giant clawed hands. And one of them is reaching out towards you as he falls downwards. Um, he screams at you as, as you're falling and says, Don't. Don't do it. Can I speak while falling? Yeah. Okay. It's the only way! It has to end like this! I am too close. I never agreed to this! I never agreed to all of this! You agreed to precisely every single part of this. I lent you my power. I will avenge your family with you. This was the price. A price I'm not willing to pay. Then you should not have made the bargain. He turns. And faces upwards and the other two you can see are falling down towards him and he brings his hands out and opens opens them wide as he ends his turn bringing us to you drift for the sake of just all of the mechanics here you guys are relatively close to each other depending on how you want to use your movement i'm gonna say you can slow down by like opening your arms or you can speed up by like um, turning yourselves into like an aerodynamic bullet. Um, but I'm not going to give you any specific stuff. We're going to fear of the mind this um, for the for the sake of the fact that you're falling and it's just going to be a nightmare. And uh, you're, you're all relatively close enough and you can for sure cast your spells. Again, you are falling very fast. You guys start to fall and you fall and you fall and you fall and you're going, you're going like as fast as you can. We're hitting terminal velocity very soon. Um... It is your turn, Drift. What do you want to do? Did I notice the first was starting to look at Ren and Eero in like an action kind of manner? Like he was about to cast something on them? Or do he, I he see? Like, he I flips see. over as if he wants to fucking get them. Yeah, I think you can okay, probably cool. tell that that's And I see doing. Ren and Eero from where I'm at falling? Yeah. Okay, so just... I, I flamed on so you can see me. Okay. So you're in, you're in a sort of magical darkness down here for the record. It's not really like mm-hmm. the darkness spell, but there it's it's not right. Your vision is okay. wrong, um, but you can you're close enough that you can see each other unless you start doing funky things. Okay, then I'm just going to I'm going to unleash two Eldritch blasts blasts on him as I'm falling back. Okay. Just be like, leave him alone! And you just see me shoot out the one out of the left hand. Twelve. 12 is a miss. And then one out of the other hand. <laughs> Shit. That is a natural one. Romy, a d20 as you kind of launch these two spells out. Please be something that won't matter because I'm in the air. 12. 12. Um, uh, 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 uh. Let's see here. On a 12. Um... You, you, you like throw an arm upwards and you don't realize how close you are to the side of the chasm and you hit it. And as you're moving that quickly, I think you just slam your, your hand into the, into the wall. Uh. Full strength. And roll me a D5. One. I think you break a finger. You just bang. You probably break like your index finger as you... And you hit hard. You drag it down the side of this wall. A few rocks tumble off and send your um, send your aim off. Um, roll me a, a d6. 
One. Uh, one, you take one point of damage, but you also have disadvantage on attack rolls until you finish a short rest. Oh my god! Uh, which is horrific. Um, wait, wait, wait. All attack rolls? Yep. You crunch your arm into the side of this thing. Rocks fall down. Dust gets in your eyes. Your fingers snapped. Bent weirdly and awkwardly. And you miss your attack roll, bringing us to Eero. Unless you want to speed up or something. Your movement, your movement is speed up or slow down. That's what your movement turn does me mechanically here. Okay, last question for you. Uh... That's an attack roll using, like, oh my god, using spells as well as an attack. Um, yeah, all right, I'm just gonna scream one more thing AC. out as I as I completely mess myself up. Um, I'm just gonna end it quicker, and you're just gonna see me speed up. Yeah, you like you hit this wall, you spin a little as the the debris falls away from you, and then you just turn and you begin to speed up, and you start moving away very quickly. Um, bringing us to Eero. What do you want to do? So Eero, from your perspective, you can see everyone below you. You're at the top of this thing, um, but they're not so far away from you that it, it's in, impossible for you to do anything or anything like that. All right. Um, I'm, I see the group falling, and I see the first, and I say... That's my family! Leave them alone! And I will cast a healing word at level three on the first. Damn. <sighs> Jesus. For 14 damage. 14? Or 14 heal, I guess. I don't know. 14 damage. It is for sure damage on the... Uh... On the first. All right, so uh, 14. And then I will. I will activate. No, <coughs> that. I will use. I will use my short bow. Uh, I, I fire my short bow down towards the first. Okay. 23. 23 is a hit. For seven more piercing damage. Nice, yeah, and it fucking hits him. It hits him pretty damn, uh, pretty damn square in the middle of the chest, I think, because it just <coughs> moves, like, with the extra force of the gravity as it pulls it towards him. He turns around and vroom, hits him. Um, where his heart should be and deals an extra bit of seven damage. Um, end of your turn there? That's the end of my turn, yes. Rin? Um, I am speeding up. I just want to catch Drift. Okay. Um, You're going past the first? He's kind of in your oh, way. Yeah. Is that goalkeeping? Yeah. Um, can I roll something to try to move around him? Be agile as fuck and try to get around him to get to drift first mm. i don't care about damaging him i'm just trying to get to drift yeah um i think 
you can roll me and should be able to disengage i mean you could try that i mean uh, i'll use a key point to do that if well, i can i was going to give you a dex based I mean, roll i guess but i don't know how you're doing it like you're just kind of like swimming in the air left and right well not really swimming but yeah i'm making myself smaller to be you know super aerodynamic and then probably just twisting to kind of get out of the way so that i can fall like a meteor straight towards drift all right um so you just okay give me a give me an acrobatics check okay come on 21 yeah you sort of like move away from where the first is and uh he reaches out to to grab at you um and you yeah swing past him and launch down he kind of follows you down and then he lets you go but he turns back upwards and sees uh sees iridir and opens his arms out again as he lets you go past um you are now underneath him and okay. moving towards drift. Drift is also moving extremely fast. Okay. Um, any of your turn? Yeah. The first has a turn. Um, he says, "I can, I can save him." To you, hero, I think probably, because he's looking up at you. You all hear it though. You can save us all! Uh, it's your choice! Perhaps it would be yours. A bargain, then. No bargains. Very well. And he opens his arms out again and slows himself down. Um, he starts to move quickly towards you. <laughs> like he's like coming up kind of thing. Uh, drift, your turn. Ah. Uh... I'm gonna. I, I see Rin coming down towards me. I'm gonna say, Rin, he's going after Eero! And I'm gonna put my hands up to slow down my speed a little bit. Um, and I'm going to, um, yeah, just throw two more. Um, actually. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna. <sighs> Goddamn. Yeah, I'm gonna throw two more Eldritch Blasts with this advantage. All right. <sighs> so sad. <laughs> so sad. 11. 11 is a miss. 14. 14 is a miss. I think they just wildly fire off. You see, maybe you don't even see it. You hear like a as you crumble something like nearby. These things go off um, and just <laughs> they hit um, parts of the chasm away from you. And I think all of you are starting to lose a little focus as to where you are. Like if you had seen the chasm hit by this uh, this rock, it sounded like it was a little too far away. You're moving and drifting away from the side of the, the chasm itself. Anything else you want to do? Nope. Okay. Uh, brings us to you again, Eero. All right. Um, 
I cast invisibility on myself. Ooh. Okay. <gasps> and I speed up. Oh. Okay. Um. Hmm. All right. And then I will use. Uh, well, first of all, as you speed up, you get close enough to him that his action goes off, which was a readied action to attack you when you were close enough. But I, I turned myself invisible first. That doesn't mean that he can't attack at you with an action when you're close enough. You're technically close enough. He just can't see you as disadvantage, right? That's what invisible does. I believe it's up to you. I thought there invisible no, meant... There is, no, there is no specific thing. It's that any anything... I, I just become invisible. So... Right. Um, Invisible. It's, An invisible creature is impossible to see. Yeah. Um, the creature is heavily obscured. The creature's location can be detected by any noise it makes or any tracks it leaves. Attack rolls against the creature have disadvantage, and the creature's mm. attack rolls have advantage. So I just... I assume that it would be disadvantage against me. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say he can... I just rolled, and... He got not a natural, but a 20 on his perception check to just kind of... I was just going to roll it to see if he can figure out where you are or smell you. Um, he's very animalistic. He has a very good sense of smell, unfortunately. But the wind is rushing past. However, you get close enough to him that he in, he's intelligent and he's he's got a good sense of smell. I think he's just going to wildly swing at you in an attempt to get you. Um, unfortunately for you, this is horrendous because his uh, he has four attacks so the first one coming in what is he only gets one attack six. On a, oh this is a readied action yeah oh uh, okay yeah that's a hit one hit I'll roll each one as we go oh my god 17 piercing damage yeah that fucking hurts can you roll me a constitution saving throw as well that's a one that is a fail um hmm what is going to be the most useful thing for this situation um hmm oh 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 no yeah I think um roll me a 3d6 A nine. Nine. So for the next nine rounds, you can repeat this constitution saving throw at the end of your turn to try and shrug it off. You have something called choleric flux. Uh, oh, no, no. Melancholic flux, which means that you are incapacitated and slowed like the spell. Um, for nine rounds. Again, you can, you can attempt to shrug it off. I don't know if it's going to matter too much because he's still got three more attacks on you here, but the... The um, claws, I think, he just throws them out wildly and you're, you're unable to move yourself out of the way of them quick enough, even though you're invisible. You feel these claws rake down your side as you pass where he is. This blood kind of pouring out of you becomes visible um, as it spills from you. And uh, he hits you with this, this, uh, this ability. Um, does it break your invisibility spell? be hit by stuff um i think 
I mean, I have to make a constitution saving throw, but um, let me see what... The, what did it make me? It gave me what condition? Uh, it made you it made you incapacitated, which means you can't move, take actions or reactions, and it slowed you, which means um, brrr, um, your speed is halved, irrelevant. You take minus two penalty to AC and dex saving throws. You can't use your reactions. So it's... So that's a... I did a con save of a 12 to keep the spell up. So it, it is a concentration. Yeah, I think you stay invisible. You manage oh, to no. remain um, inv- invisible, but you, you're hit by this thing. But mm. he knows where you are. He's still going to make an attack without... Um, without uh, with disadvantage. As he swings his other claw over on a natural one. Roll me a d20. Piece of shit. A 12. No, 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 because this is range. Yours was range. This is melee. Um, you see him like spin around and he um, he misses you completely and it spins him around like 360 and his claw rakes into the wall in the same way. Um, I need to make a strength check for him. Just roll it real quick. That is a fail. And um, yeah, he he spins around and he he's um, his hand breaks kind of on the wall a little bit and it it slows him dramatically and you shoot past. Um, <coughs> since he failed his check, he doesn't get another attack on you because technically he got stuck. Um, but yeah, so I think yeah, I think you got fucking lucky he uh he spins around and he just his hand slows him as he as he drags this claw down the wall all of this debris falls off the wall above you you see all of these rocks and small bits fly past you um and then he uh he turns again as you hero incapacitated slowed beat up scratched invisible invisible continue past him and he wildly swings again and misses you completely long long after you've already gone um ah you are fools you would kill yourselves and for what i can't talk i'm incapacitated <laughs> i don't know i can't can take speak. actions well it says i can't take actions or reactions yeah, so can... free action would qualify i believe oh no you can you guys can all speak out of turn a little bit as long as you don't have a full-on conversation he uh yeah i mean it's your choice um is that the end of your turn hero yeah that was the end of my turn yes it is rin do i catch up to drift i think you do since he's slowed down yeah yeah okay um I just want to grab him. I just want to wrap my arms around him and uh, I got you. And then I'm going to try something absolutely insane. I want to slow fall the both of us and I also want to open the fucking Hasmold door the way it opened for me the first time. The Hasmold door. Yeah, if we have the power of Hasmol, this is what I wanted to do before. Maybe I realized he's not dead, but it might not work. But if we Um, have the power of the place, then I want to open a door for us and like just fall right through it. 
All right, well, you're slow falling, which means that you reduce any falling damage you take by yeah. an, an amount equal to five times your monk level. Yes. Um, might help, I guess. Yeah. Um, the, uh, and then you're trying to open this door. And when you say you're trying to open this door, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? What's going on? What are you accessing? Um, I'm imagining the I'm imagining what the door looked like and I'm accessing the fire because something that uh, that God said to me has been sitting with me that there is a fire burning in us or there is something in us so I'm trying really hard to it's the only thing I've ever wanted is to save these people right now so I'm trying to access whatever greater thing he said I have. Okay. Give me a wisdom check. Not a saving throw a check. Just a wisdom check. Okay. How do I do that? Just click on the wisdom stat on the left. The oh main my one. god. Come on. 14. 14. You are um, way higher than average. It's so good. That's really good. I'm it is shaking good. my head like, hell yeah, girl. It is good. <laughs> you try and access this this door, this ability that to try and bring yourself back to the to the gate the way that you guys previously did. I think um, you don't see any change around you. You don't teleport. Nothing like that happens. But you hear a voice suddenly speak to you and say, "Where am I?" Sorry, I need a second. Uh... Is it loud? Like, can we all hear it or is it in my head? Only you hear it. Oh, okay, okay. It's loud. Hasmal? That name. Yes. That is I. Please, please help me. We're falling. I don't know where we are. Roll for Hasmol. Do I hear her saying all this? I'm speaking out loud Oof. for sure. There's no way I'm focused enough to try to hide anything from you right now, Drift. The gate. What happened? Uh, some creature came out of out of Drift and took us somewhere. I don't know where we are, but it's dark and we're falling. And, and I need your help. What do you mean? What of the gate? It's it's in danger. There's purple fire running through where it shouldn't be. I need more time. We don't have it. You feel that presence disappear within you. Oh, fuck. And, um, he, uh, rolled low. The, uh, end of your turn there? Yep. I will just... If I feel the presence leave me, then I'll probably just hold drift a little bit tighter. And I'm just g- gonna really quickly say, like, are, are you okay? I am now. You, uh, you start falling. You're holding on to each other. Um, Eero kind of invisible. There's a trail of blood that just keeps appearing every now and then. Splotches in the air. I think you're quite near them as well. The first is is above you, and he he leans forward and begins to move down towards you as well. 
I did not want to have to do this. And he begins to transform. That is where we're going to go to our break. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching. Um, <laughs> the, uh... The, you thought uh, I was gone. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, the action will continue after a short break. I need to pee. Maybe you do as well. Thanks for watching. It's not over yet. I still don't know what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> we're going to find out in the second half. Um, everyone go do a quick whatever you're going to do. Yeah, you've got three minutes. I'm sure whatever it is you need to do, you can do it. Um, when we wow. return, we'll see what happens. Uh, wow. Thanks wow. for watching. I'm not shouting nothing out. I'm just going to go to a break and we'll be back. See you in a few minutes. And we are back. Um, everyone got their snacks? Uh, you won't need them. You won't need them for long. I don't even have snacks. I'm mad about it. Ooh, what's that? Put it on some... Tahine on pineapple. Oh my god. Ooh. Little m- having mm. pie. So good. I don't what know what that is. What kind of it's pie? a spice. It's just like it's like a salty kind of thing you put on the pineapple. It's delicious. Uh you guys are falling. <laughs> and uh, as you fall. Um, those of you that are looking up towards the first, he reaches forward and mutters to himself that he doesn't want to do this and says, um, and, uh, and says, and begins to transform. Sorry, I'm fucking stupid. The, um, the, the arms that are outstretched, you see them pulled backwards as his body twists. Um, between, from his, from his elbow down to his, his considerable ribs, the, blood cloak kind of pushes down across his back and then begins to coagulate and harden into these kind of stringy veiny um, webbing things for a moment before stretching out further. His clawed hands grow larger but they pull back inwards as his arms turn into giant sort of bat wings. His back bursts with hair and spines um his ears which were relatively pointy and you couldn't see them maybe before push outwards from the side of his head his mouth protrudes forwards those teeth um make a little more sense inside this bat-like face as this kind of um this pinched nose pushes forwards um his legs shrink a little and pull up under under his body um making him a little more aerodynamic and he can fucking fly now. He turns into a, a bat, a just a, well, what I, what I called it on the handout was a hideous giant bat. Oh my <laughs> He turns into something that looks a little bit like that. Um, as he that does so, horrifying. he slows How for a- big is he? Sorry. He's, he's the he's same size, relatively. He's the vampire. He's the same size. He's not. He, hasn't, he isn't. <laughs> he, uh, he, he's the same size, but 
Um, where he's got this wingspan, he looks much larger. Um, although his wings are kind of pulled inwards, he opens them and gives a, um, a flap of them. And, it, and you can see that he can move a lot quicker in this form while flying. He now has a flying, <laughs> a flying speed, which is outrageous. And uh, as he does this, you hear this horrendous um, screech from him as he kind of... <laughs> and sends out this uh, terrible screech. All three of you will need to make me a constitution saving throw, please. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um, 12. 14, 12, and 12. 14 is a make. No, no there wasn't a 14. Uh, 18. Uh, oh, 12, 12, 18. Two 12s are fails, the 18 is a make. Those that have failed have become stunned. You are hit by this stunning screech as it, these, this sort of um, wave of, of noise and energy and force hits you. Um, Drift, you're still moving, but you feel, feel Rin kind of fall limp. She ragdolls away from you and begins to just fall naturally, um, spiraling a little bit. Iro, you're probably knocked out of the invisibility and um, you suddenly see him near, like off three feet away from Rin, kind of spiraling in the same way, Drift. He's got blood pouring out of him as well from this horrible wound. And then the, the, uh, the form of, of the first, this bat, um, just disappears. It, it flies away from you and into the darkness, and it's moving very fast away from you and spirals downwards. Um, that is the end of the first turn and it brings us to you drift first uh i'm just gonna look at rin rin and i'm gonna like kind of like wall in the air just like grabbing onto what i can grab onto like kind of like shake her and look up can she say anything Um, she i interpreted this isn't like i got smacked knocked out sort of a little stunned Mm -hmm. is the worst one you can do nothing i'm i easy going gm and say that you can blink uh, I'll just roleplay purposes. If I can't do anything, I'm just going to interpret it as I'm out. Yeah, you uh, can't. You can't do nothing. Yeah, I'm out. Um, stunned is kind of a KO, yeah. Um, so uh, Also, I had, I have ear shit. So if he used a sound, like, sound bat, then I'm fucked. Yeah. Anyway. The, uh, yeah, the two of them appear to be completely unresponsive. <sighs> what did you do to them? As I'm falling, obviously. There is no response. Do I see this thing? No, you can roll me a perception check with disadvantage to try and hear him. Yes, that'd be great. I'll roll it twice. Yeah. 21. Damn, a 21 and a 22 on your rolls. Um, yeah, the 21. You um, you hear the rush of the wind and everything, um, but you can also hear this kind of of these bat wings that are they sound like they're off, um, maybe ten feet away from where Iro is, and they're moving down and past you quickly. This thing is flying like away from you and down. You have a very kind of vague idea of where he is. He's bu- he's above Eero, correct? Uh, kind of. I think he's probably on level with Eero. 
Wait, if you you're, you guys are on the same kind of level, to, right next to you is Rin. Maybe three, four feet away from her is Eero, free falling, and then maybe ten feet off in the distance and moving downwards fast is the bat first. Where I hear the bat, I'm going to cast. I'm going to throw out another Eldritch Blast against the wall where I think the bat is, a little oh. in front of him. Uh, okay, that's still the, uh... disadvantage, but you can roll me an attack roll. And you're trying to... I'm trying to hit, like, him. rock, so it, like, will throw him off of his fly, or, like, All right. get, hit, yeah. hit him or crush screw him, him up. With, crush him under some rocks. Give me two attack rolls, or whatever <laughs> you're doing. crush him, but... Um, you don't want to crush him? I mean, I'd love to crush him, but there's got to be... Yeah, yeah, crush him, sure. All right. Disadvantage, correct? Disadvantage still. All right, left hand. <laughs> Ten. Ten. You you for sure hit the chasm, but it's way too far up. You can hear the rocks and stuff breaking, but they might catch up and stuff, but it's pretty... This is the one. <laughs> you hear it's kind of sound, but yeah, nothing. Not good enough. Great. It's too far away. Right hand. God. Same thing. <laughs> These two shots, they're just, they're veering off wildly. Something's wrong. The the pain in your hand, the confusion, the rush. You've definitely got something wrong with your eyes as well, I think, where you've got like dust and, and bits of, of small stones or something maybe hit you in the eyes um, with that attack. Can you ready reactions, Fred? You, reactions are always kind of ready. Okay, cool, I can reactions do Reactions okay. just happen when the triggering thing happens. Usually it's damage or whatever. You just get one of them. Per, yeah, per per round. round. Um, I will. Um, I'm gonna hold on to Ren, still, while I was doing this. So I was like holding her in just left hand, right hand, and I'm gonna keep holding on to her. And can I try and reach out to uh, Eero as well with my movement? Um, or would I that think be an so. action? I think you can do that. Yeah, okay. you can kind of grab I want, them. I you're want not really manipulating to them too much, but you're holding on to them so that you can, you, one in each hand, kind of stable. Don't, yeah. don't, don't give this, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Uh, next is Eero. So you pretty much just need to make me a con save. Oh, no, 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 sorry. You guys are stunned until yeah, the I'm end stunned. of the bat's next turn. What? Sorry, I read it wrong. So you're actually still stunned. Rin, you are still stunned. Um, and Drift. Am I stunned? <laughs> um, maybe. Well, you're, you're knocked out. You're being worked on right now by a, a dwarf up above. Um, Stubby, though? Stubby's chilling. He's adding. He's, you can just hear the soft, faint pitter-patter of of nails going into your body or whatever he's doing to fix you. Um, Drift, make me uh, either a dexterity, acrobatics, or athletics check. God, they're both not great. Versus, I'll roll it on the screen. I don't have a thing, but I feel like it's important that I roll as much on the screen as I can here. Just get low. Well, John, get low, get low. Are you rolling first? You want me to? No, you roll me first. Okay. Normal or disadvantage? Just a normal one. 
right? 19. 19. Here we go. That's good. 15 from the bat. Below you, as you grab out at these two, you feel this rush of air. You feel these two little legs, these feet, grab at you like an eagle, as if it's trying to grab at your, your body. You maybe feel them like scratch at the air nearby, and you shrug the thing off just in time. It maybe brings you forward. You grab onto the other two as you do so, and the, uh, the bat flies past as if it was trying to grab at you and moves away. You hear maybe a screech in the distance as it disappears into the darkness again and um that is the end of its turn drift your turn did i see where he went or it's all hearing it's all based on hearing he's for sure doing the same thing but you can't see him he he flies away from you and he's kind of coming back around again as if he's it looks like he's trying to get you so frustrating i'm just falling dude yeah and they're both knocked out and stunned what do i do they're not stunned anymore they're not oh i thought it was the end of his next turn uh that was it oh okay okay just realize they both wake up right now i think at this moment yeah they kind of yeah. you see okay. them like Rin. Rin. drift drift we're still falling can you Ooh. save yourself save myself how can you save yourself in any way do you have any sort of way to grab onto anything or can you save yourself as we're falling well i'm gonna try to maybe make it not hurt so much when we hit the bottom if we ever hit the bottom what were you thinking i can teleport one of you hero no yes we're all getting out of here don't you understand that thing needs us. It needs us. It needs me. It needs no, her. it needs all of us. And what do we Don't do? Keep fighting? Yes. We always fight. Always. As he says that, I'm throwing another Eldritch Blast. Same kind of idea. Want to hit it where it's going down right on the edge. Hopefully some rocks will crush it or surprise it and throw it off. Maybe, you know. Knock him off his trail. All right. With disadvantage. This is... 13? Uh, I'm going to say 13 is a close miss. The creature, you can hear it. Um, this Eldritch Blast goes off and a of the of the rocks. And you can hear this kind of... As this, uh, this creature, essentially for us at home, we can see that it hit a rock explodes behind it as it flies barely out of the way. Okay. Um, I will, uh, I'll use my right hand now. That was my left. Um, same thing. Come on. This has to be it. I just, like, keep hearing what Eero said. We always fight. We always fight. We always fight. 17. All right, give me the damage, because that is also what's going to affect this. Three. Three. <laughs> you, I know your Eldritch Blast can do a lot more than that. You you hit the, the rocks um, underneath where this bat is. It's flying close and turning, 
um, as if it's gonna kind of try and once again curl around, come back and grab at you. When this giant rock um, above it kind of breaks off and catches it on the wing, it knocks it off kind of balance and it has to adjust itself, allowing you guys to fall much faster. It kind of has to turn and loop over and once again fall back down towards you. I think you slow it a little bit, but it's very fast. Um, roll me a D6. Five. Five. Okay. Anything else? Am I going to be told what that's for? No. Okay. Uh, no, that's the end of my... Uh, well, with my movement, I... No. Because I got to go the same pace as them. No. I'm sticking with them. I'm just making sure they're close holding on to both of them still. All right. Brings just us to Eero. Eero, I think you kind of come to. You realize what's going on. You um, you know this thing is a bat or whatever, and you can hear that it's closer to you than anyone else. It's, it gets struck by a rock or something, and then you can hear the creature move away a little, but it's still fucking near. Can I... All right. I would like to use Minor Illusion. However... Instead, oh, you beautiful. instead of an image or a visual illusion, I can also create sound. And I would like to create a sound with the volume of a scream. Now, I'm also an actor, Brad. <laughs> I happen to be able to mimic the speech of another person or the sounds made by other creatures. I would like to mimic the sounds of this bat with my minor illusion. Yeah. Um, Full volume. The, uh, yeah, it goes off. Give me, um, give me just a charisma check. What the fuck was that? <laughs> 25. Oh my god! You have deafened the bat. Sorry, I covered that. Uh, <gasps> in doing that, you've deafened the bat for... Uh, I think probably for this round. Um, as you... Uh, until like maybe the end of your next turn to give it one back. You... The, the creature, like, you can't see it, but you hear it screech, and the screech is way too far away. You suddenly see this kind of, like, form close to where you are, but it's not even trying to grab at you as if it doesn't even know where you are. It flies past and then flies upwards into the darkness. You guys are now free-falling. It sounds like the bat isn't near you right now at all. All right. And then, um... Yes, I'm going to try and shake off the condition. That's a, a con save. Uh, the incapacitated In one? Yes. Yeah. That was at the end of my turn, yes? Okay. Indeed. 16. 16, and uh, you need to beat. I know it's high. Unfortunately, you don't uh, remove the condition. Unless, let me check if he, if you still have it for any reason. No, yeah, you still have it. Um, yeah, you, uh, you remain in incapacitated, you remain slowed, 
um, you have a minus two to your AC and your deck saves. You can't use reactions. Um, and you're incapacitated, which is honestly, it's not too bad while you're falling, but it's not great. Is that the end of your turn? Yes. Rin, That's it. your turn. You see all this happen, but you guys are still falling fast. Um, and I can't see the bat anymore? No. Or here. No. Okay. Okay. Um. Oof. Um. Okay. I'm gonna try something insane again. Okay. Um, I have something in my inventory that I've had since day one. It's an arrow that can't be broken. Okay. And I would like to, while I'm holding on to drift and Eero. Still have it? Yeah, I still have it. Oh yeah, no, uh, you wouldn't have it though. You don't oh, need to because we lost all of our we shit. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Then never mind, I don't. You only have any of the items you got outside yeah. of the gate. Yeah, but I... find out next time if we did have that item, what would have happened yeah. on a special <laughs> round table episode? Um, yeah, okay. In that case, then if I can't see it, I want to blindly cast a fireball, I guess, in the direction of where it where it is. Try to light fireball? it on fire. Fireball? Firebolt thing Jesus. that we have. All right. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> we, you can. We have that. I'm going to try it. All right. Make me an attack roll with disadvantage. Firing okay. into the dark. Okay. Oh, wait. Where did it. Oh. Did it pop up on the screen? Okay, there we go. Oh my Five. god. Oh my fucking god. Yay. All right, PB. I don't know what the hell is going on with you and your rolls lately. This is honestly worse than Peachy Pixel 8, and I can't Natural deal with it. Natural one. Natural one. Is it only this honestly, show? No. It's it's been exceptionally bad on this show though. Uh roll me a D twenty. You're winding me up now, okay? Please don't get a twelve, because then we're just gonna lose the final boss if we even get Okay, there. no pressure. That I have no no control over this thing. Don't get a twelve. What is it? A one D twenty? Twenty, please. Okay. Because you need confidence. That's why. Five. A That's five. the secret to all of my roles. Pure, uh, unadulterated confidence. You must believe in yourself. Give me, uh, give me a <laughs> D4. Four. Oh. You take four damage as when you fire this thing off, like it, okay. it twists your wrist to an awful action. It yeah. kind of kicks your hand back oh. too much and it sprains your I'm wrist. I'm not expecting it and it and just comes out. Okay. Yeah, you take the four. We'll say bludgeoning okay. damage. I don't think it matters. Um, as you uh, as you fire this thing off, is that the end of your turn? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I guess I'll just roll a check, but I don't. I think you're just gonna get yourselves a free turn for sure. Um, probably like way above you. Um, and it sounds like it's way too far above you now. Like, you guys have fallen really far. You hear like a... But... That's it. That's the end of that turn. Brings us to Drift. Okay, I would like... To actually use my action. Well, no. Not until you tell me I have to. Uh, I want to look around. Can I... Can I see 
what what are we what's around us are are you were saying maybe there's like spots of fire or are there uh, any like no longer no that was way up at the top it is pitch blackness around you there's the rush of air you know that nearby like somewhere over that way maybe 15 20 feet over that way is a, a, a chasm wall you know that maybe five feet to the other side of you is a chasm wall have you ever been in like complete darkness where there is zero light at all yes. it's weird and you really really very quickly lose any sense of like left and right let alone if you don't have your legs on the ground you would lose the sense of up and down and i think the only sense you have of any kind of up and down is that you heard a screech somewhere out that way and also you are falling so you get this sense of gravity and and kind of idea of where down is but it's not helping you too much and i think you're very you're right? very dis yeah you're very disoriented dis uh, and you um you for sure can't see anything. You've drifted away from the wall. It wasn't right next to you. You can maybe move closer to it if you wanted to kind of maneuver in the air a bit like Rin did. But at the moment, I think you're just surrounded by darkness and you see nothing. Any natural light or whatever it was, or the lights that were being given off were long. They disappeared almost like at the end of your first round. So for the flame on, we can sort of tell that it unnaturally ends like when we were in the aquatic dungeon yeah you're okay. the, the, you're in like magical darkness okay wait a minute you can you can see each other because i'm just gonna be give you the benefit of the doubt that you yeah. can kind of see each other within like maybe three feet but i think it ends at like five feet you know okay. rad did i see how the first morphed did i see what happened what he did You did. How was that? It looked like he turned into a giant bat. I want to turn into a giant bat because <laughs> I am the first. You want to turn into a giant bat. What check do you need to make One. me ah, here? Ah, ah. Um, Make him roll a one, two, three in a row to do it. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I just listen. He. I've been doing I'm... it to, so far today. Give me a wisdom check. Okay. <laughs> Fifteen. Damn, I'm gonna roll a dice. Drift. <laughs> Your arms begin. To change. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Your arms this is one of those times where I was like, God's gonna be like, shut the fuck, shut up, John. Um <clears throat> So we cut back <laughs> to the gate of fire. <laughs> <laughs> At this point. It's me. It's 19, everybody. No, it's me, Tiger Rider. It's Tiger Rider, everybody. <laughs> Tiger. Yes, what would you like from me, Father? Um, I'm not sure if everyone can see this map. So, let me... I can't even see the map. No, no one, no one can see it yet. I want to see it shown to me. 
Let me have it, please. This is going to be the voice of my next character in D&D. Um, let me just do one quick thing. While you're doing that, uh, Wack, can you turn that back on real quick? Because this is all I think about right now is, 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 take on me, take, take on, on me, me. me. Uh-huh. So good. It's so fun <laughs> to me. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, um okay. that one throw you for a loop, Brad? Nope. Not at all. <laughs> good. <laughs> it was one of the only just wondering ways if we were demonetized already. We're gonna save yourself. Um, let's see. So, let me bring you over to here. Everyone tell me if you can see stuff. Can you see I this see map? It. I see it. Uh, others? Other players? No, it's only for me. Other players yeah, can see? Yeah. Yep. I right. see it's like a lava okay, good. line. Lava. 19 and Stubby, you walk into this chamber, and you walk up. Um, you start heading forwards. Ahead of you is pool of fire behind it is the real death singer he is dressed and standing in exactly the same way he was before the masks around his waist behind him are two praetoritan cultists um behind them up on that kind of viewing area on this um in a in an empty bowl sat as like kind of on top of an, an open flava pool with purple flame coming out of it um, you see the figures of Athena, um, who I don't think anyone met. Just remind me, no one actually met Athena. We just saw a scene of her, so we know who she is as an audience, I think. But you guys didn't actually meet her or interact with her or even hear about her, right? Apart from maybe Rin, did you? I heard about her. I heard her name dropped, but I don't know what she looks like, no. Um, okay. The... Um, she is stood, um, armed to the teeth. She is an old tiefling woman, um, and very old. She's unnaturally old. She has, um, like, her skin is paper thin, um, brick red. She's got these kind of, um, uh... Wait, does she camouflage into the room? She's got she's the... Red? No, she's not that red, um, but she has, I don't know why I can't show anyone anything on the screen for some reason roll 20 please there we go the um her horns are kind of old and eroded in places almost like an um uh, like they're chipped um and um like old bricks would be um she has this set of resplendent kind of armor but even that looks like it was made for like a king or a queen but has been completely tarnished over time um she's unnaturally old Next to her is a uh, another cultist that nobody would have seen. You definitely wouldn't have seen 19. Um, it's this another tiefling. You can see that his um, horns are a little larger. His build is relatively slender and he's wearing the robes um, that Death Singer is wearing, that the Praetorians are wearing. Um, he has one of the masks on that, um, that Death Singer has around his waist. Although he has a copy of one of the other masks there, it's... Uh, on this mask and it's the same as the ones that you had there is a, a strange sort of set of shapes but it's mostly you can make out like a star 
with all these ancient runes and symbols around them. Um, and you can you can make out that other people are in the room. What do you want to do first, just in case you don't want to move further into the room here? You're walking down a corridor towards them, and they all kind of just seem to be standing, awaiting you. Are they looking at us? Oh, for sure. Everyone's waiting for you to arrive. I'm not going to take my eyes off them. I'm going to keep my eyes forward and only look at them, and I'm not going to look at Stubby in the slightest. Stubby's just following you. I think if you move ahead, he moves ahead. If you stop, he stops. Um... And, uh, yeah, you can move up to the, the end of the, uh, the corridor and uh, position yourself pretty much wherever you want to go. I think I'll just throw Stubby here for now. And um, you probably walk up a little further and um, enter I would the room. say by the time I get stairs, um, can I A, do a perception check? B, do another arcana check for kind of what we were going over earlier um, for the uh, the blurring in and out thing. Yep. Um, and we'll do those two for now. So I don't, you know. Give a second first. Yep. 17. Um, are you looking for anything in particular or you just want to see what's going on around you? Uh, I want to see what's going on around me. And I'm also looking to see, uh, firstly, is that the gate? where they're standing. I'm looking to see if that would be the gate, like if you can give me an idea of what that looks like. And also, if everything seems real in here. And like, if everything seems like, like the people that are standing, like Death Singer, if I can see him, the cultists, everything. Does it look like it's an image? Does it look like it's real? You know, yeah. all that. That'll be an investigation check. Um, so give me that as well, because that is... Uh, it's in your... 25. 25. For sure, everything is real. Um, the Even walls, yep, everything. The walls and everything kind of are still doing that weird blurry thing for you, but it's not too bad. I think it's not enough that you're taking any penalties to vision necessarily. It's just that you can see that it's still affecting your vision a little bit. Um, you see that there are other members in the room. Most most of them are just um, Praetoritans, but you can see that, that the figure that Rin was kind of followed um, by the... Um, drow woman that was following Rin in Roseguard and kept meeting with her is also in here um, and they're all standing around and, and when you walk in um, I don't think you know th there is no gate here there's no like big door there's no gate that it looks like an actual gate or anything like that this just looks very similar to the chamber um, that would be kind of above you the area uh, it opens up like You'd expect this. This looks a bit like one of those kind of drawing rooms in a mansion where the stairs go up and around with a with a viewing area. Maybe more like a church where you would have pews along the bottom side, and then sometimes they have those secondary um, areas that you can view from, like a viewing um, thing um, above you. But for the most part, there's really not much in here. It is just um, this pool of flower in the center with this relatively large plume of dark um, purple fire coming out of it, and then the same thing up on the next level behind them. Um, the only other notable thing that's going on in this room is that Death Singer is standing forward. Again, he seems completely unarmed apart from the sword. He doesn't seem to have any um, uh, armor on. The others, the cultists look very similar to the ones that were upstairs. They have those robes on. Their eyes look a little milky. Um, Athena... The drow and the other masked figure um, 
don't really have the milky eye thing. Um, Do I notice the one to the left that has white hair? Yeah, that's the drow. So I don't think you met her, um, but her name is Zare. She followed um, Rin around a bunch. Rin interacted with her a few times, but you you for, for sure didn't. Um, and she's standing at the uh, on the second level, um, not quite all the way up to the the highest yeah, level. It's like fifteen feet up, right on the stairs there. I threw some numbers for you in case you I need them. Yep. So these figures standing around are each holding something in their hands. Um, it looks like a, a cube. Um, each one has like a what looks like just a glass cube. Um, Pretty much nothing else going on. It would look like like a Minecraft block, like that kind of thing. Just pure glass, um, very fragile looking. Um, and each one holds it very carefully in the center of their hands. All bar. Can you repeat, can you repeat that again? I want to. I want to understand a little bit better what you're talking about about them holding on to something. <laughs> yeah, each one is holding okay. a glass box, basically. Okay. Um, each each person that is in this room. Each person, apart from the figure with the mask on, okay, and Death Singer, is holding a glass so, box. So Athena, the one on the stairs, the one on the stairs that are right, and the two Praetorians in front of me are all holding glass boxes. So a total right. of one, two, three, four, five glass boxes. Five glass boxes, and um, six, six glass boxes. Six glass boxes. <laughs> is it six? Are we doing math right? One, two, three, four, five glass boxes. And, okay, so Athena and the masked one, they're not holding glass box. The masked figure, Athena is the masked figure. Okay, I think figure. it was Death Singer and the mask hold. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The masked it's figure, important, I feel like, so. The masked figure isn't um, yep. holding one, but he is holding something. Um, in his hands is... What would look to us in the future like some sort of rocket launcher, maybe, um, but not any, not made of like metal look, and, look, like, and like stamped with anything on the on the side of it. But you can see that it is that kind of uh, like a tube with um, strange, like a bit a bit like how you got your dwarven um, plate. These big kind of. Um, interlocking plate sections that run along um, a single tube. At the at the far end, though, it doesn't have a, a hole. There is what looks like a giant great crossbow bolt um, or a ballista bolt kind of thing in there. The thing is pretty big. Um, the bolt is, is ginormous and there are these kind of um, odd runes that are running up and down the side of it that I think you can make out from here. This thing looks like a ridiculous weapon and he's he's kind of aiming it down at you resting it somewhat on the bolt that he's sat in um i think yeah what would you like to do first talked about the investigation we talked about the perception we haven't rolled the arcana um what was that for uh, for the dizziness that I'm having happen and the hazmal potential stuff and uh, seeing where it's coming from. Um, yeah, I, th- I think you, you're still experiencing that weird blurry wall thing, but not anything. Um, nothing more overt than that. How much time has went by? 
since you walked through here? Yeah, since like because you went to the fight and stuff. I mean, obviously there's time frame, like a but a minute, but just a minute. Unless okay. you walked super slow, you know that far. How long has it been since potential has mal spoken in my brain? Two minutes. Two minutes. Okay. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, I am walking slow. I would say that I'm walking slow and I'm looking forward. So I would say, being straightforward, that as I walk through that hallway, I would say I took two two to five minutes to walk through that hallway, looking straight forward at them, just to just to get up to these stairs. And now that I'm at the stairs, I stop, and I just kind of like as you were doing the perception checks and stuff, I'm just looking around at the room, kind of. Uh, I want to say that with the most you can see of 19's face, he looks. Uh, I wouldn't say amazed, but he looks kind of stoic. He's just looking around like, I guess the best way to put it is he's looking around like he knows what the fuck is going on. Hmm. And because he's doing that, he's slowly taking his time. He's kind of almost like, I don't want to use the word cocky, but like, once again, he's trying to act like he knows what's going on, like he knows why he's there and all that kind of stuff. And he's just kind of, he's just kind of looking around because he also feels like he needs, he feels like he knows that they need him. So he's kind of slowing it down, especially slowing it down to see if anybody calls out to him. I think when you walk in, you take your time. Everyone is watching you. Death Singer is kind of just standing in a villainous pose with his fingers kind of um, together, and he's watching you. He may be... Uh, give me an insight check. Before? He has a, like a kind of a twitch of a smile on the side of his head. Um, he seems to be pretty happy with how this has turned out and what's going on. Um, as you walk in, he starts to walk around towards you and says, So, you're just going to help us, are you? I don't suppose you have any idea what that entails, Warforged. Stares probably blankly for a good 30 seconds to a minute, Adam. Does it really matter what it entails? Or does it matter more that it's done? It certainly matters that it will be done. Whatever you are planning, whatever foolishness you have knocking around in your tin mind... If I was going to kill you, I would have done it already. (laughs) You would have tried. (laughs) You underestimate me. But... None of that matters anymore, does it? Me, you, them, we don't matter. I think we both know what really matters. He uh, stares intently at Stubby for a moment. Stubby kind of shifts uncomfortably, naturally brings a hand down towards his short sword. He says, No, that's not Iro, dear. Tell me, where are they? What's really going on? I actually was telling you the truth, regardless of what you think. I am... Kind of looks down for a second, looks back up. Almost certain that they have died. He looks at Stubby for the first time walking to this room. And I know you don't know this one that's with me. But he can also vouch for the fact that most likely the Illithri are dead. 
because they seem to have jumped to their fate. Jumped to their fate. I'm supposed to believe that moments before attempting to stop me, they killed themselves. I wouldn't quite say that they killed themselves. He looks at Stubby again, looks back at Deathsinger. From what it seems to me, this one, the dwarf, who came in here with us, as you probably already know, we were all taken somewhere else. I don't know how long we were there. Myself and him were the only ones to come back. From what I gathered from him, and from what I gathered because of how powerful what it was we were against, I would assume that they are dead. And truth be told, good riddance. This creature you speak of, I suppose it is something from somewhere else that grants the tiefling his power. Mm. From what it seemed, yes. Mm. And you faced it directly? Correct. And what was it, in the end? Mm. He takes a couple minutes to kind of process. Once again, a couple minutes, Brad. I don't think you get a couple minutes. Mm. You can take okay. as long <laughs> as you want. If it becomes uncomfortable, he'll he'll probably speak yeah. to you again. I would say like 40 seconds to a minute goes by then. Mm. I looked it directly in the face, actually. Truth be told, I'd never seen anything in my life like it. But it continued and continued and continued to say that it was going to be the one that thought it was going to stop us. Mm. Oh. At one point, I had counted on it being an ally. What exactly is it? If I can ask you. I'm not sure myself. He kind of leans casually back against this, like, um, pool of... It's it's like a stone um, fountain almost, but he's got like a little lip that he can lean against a little with the fire and the flower inside. And he says, Some sort of creature from some other realm. There was one who I counted among my ranks. It was grooming him for something. It seems it chose Drift when Drift stabbed him dead in an arena. You say stabbed him dead in an arena. Mm. That fight against Walter took me a long time to train that man. Griff took him down as if he was nothing but a petulant child. Yes, also why I'm quite confused as to what was going on when we were there. So what you're saying to me is that it was Walter? No. It wanted Walter for something in the end. I never trusted him and I wasn't sure. But whatever it is, it chose Drift seems, and then turned against him, as you say. Mm. Such is the way with borrowed power. He kind of looks borrowed down. Power. He, he looks down at his arm, and he has a, uh, 
uh, a bracer on and it's golden like the one that you had previously or each of you guys had um, he, he brings his robe down over it so that you can see half of it and he says yes yours were gold weren't they like this he pulls his arm up. <laughs> Fool. Yes, they were. It appears as though you still have yours. He uh, waves his hand over it and it turns black. Um, like it, the same design, essentially, the same size. Um, but it looks like it's made from like a, a black metal or obsidian or something. It, just looks very sleek and frictionless. There's a light glow from the fire in it. There's a single um, gem in the top of it, which looks like a cracked and broken ruby. And he says, yes, borrowed power. He covers the, uh, the bracer <laughs> again and says, I know of it very well, but I welcomed it. As did I at first, until I realized what it was going towards. Mm. Not the right side. And you failed, and yet you returned. How? That. And it looks around. That has been the hardest part for me to understand, and the only way I can really answer that is... I assume it's because I was meant to be here with all of you. Mm. Meant to be here, that is for sure. And how you came back is what I want to know. If you have failed your pursuit, shouldn't you be dead? I can tell you what's happened to me specifically. Brad, mm -hmm. I would say that he tells the story, and the story probably takes a little bit of time. Yeah. He probably tells the story of him floating in space. He probably tells some of the things that he saw in space he probably talks of the those phantom like creatures that tried to attack him he probably tells him everything and it's not a short i mean it's not long obviously because it would get interrupted you buy as much time as you can but i buy time and then i, I end it with kind of and then as the phantoms were attacking me i'd express to them yet again wherever i was that they were not going to take me and as i did that Something happened. Something much larger than them placed itself in front of me. It told me that the only way I would get out of there was to join it, but I denied it because I knew that there was something bigger. Much bigger than it, even. Something happened. And suddenly I... I started flying at speeds I'd never known I could. And then, I crashed back down here, next to my compadres. I had a feeling when I was out there, I had a feeling that, that everything that had happened was not only supposed to happen, but me being out Wherever I was, it was very black, dark. Every now and again, I'd see something, but I just floated. Any other mere mortal that would have went out there would have died of suffocation or something of the like. I had a lot of time to think. I had a lot of time to think of what I was put through and where I was taken. 
another reason I am here to complete this. I understand how you felt. For me, it has been a long wait. Your comrades left me in a broken state, in an empty place, for a long time. I pieced myself back together. As I piece together this mask, he brings up a mask. It's the same one that he had on with the life rune that you recognize, 19, is the one that you saw on the, um, the mirror. Um, he uh, puts it back on his hip and uh, he says, I was alone, but my journey began there all those years ago. Oh, many years ago exactly hmm. it would be eons would you say no not eons not long after i was just a boy my friend and i began to search for fun look into these magi these people that came before in searching for them, it set us on a course that has led us all here. During that time, I met your comrades and another. And they what of me. what of your friend? Driven mad, weak, weak. Makes sense. Probably another reason I'm standing here, and the three other are not. Weakness. Perhaps. Continue, though. Mm, it's nice yeah. to feel like I've finally been able to relate with someone. He, uh, he nods his head and says, My journey has long since not been mine. My journey was merely the path of Lord Darkfire and his of the Magi that came before him. The Magi that made him. I think, and you can correct me, and this is just a hypothesis, but before I was taken out to the... wherever I was thrown to, there was a woman. She reached out to me. She spoke to me. It was the first time I had felt warm and safe since I had come to, if that makes sense, since I was able to understand that I wasn't just a role, well, whatever we are, as warforged. And apparently, I have that sneaking suspicion that whatever these magi are, it is because of who I am, too. Hmm. Then that would be foolish. You are a creation. A tool to be used a little more. Though... Do you still think I'm a tool to be used? Hmm. We are all tools to be used now. Yes, We are here correct. at the end. I am not sure what will come after this. Yes, but again... <laughs> 
does it matter what we think about and what we care about? The only thing that matters is that it's done properly the first time. But I must ask you, how long do you think we let this one live? He looks to the dwarf. Stubby is standing there, kind of looking at you both, and he points at his ears. <laughs> Nods. Like, shall I take him out? I just shake my head no and look back at Death Singer. He says, uh, I had not counted on this one. Truthfully, I had not counted on you either. You should have. Because I've brought another one for what we probably need. We don't need him. I don't know who he is. He is He's irrelevant. With me. Yes, well, you are with us now. Welcome to Praeterita. Welcome into the service of Lord Darkfire. I'm yes, that is where I stand. It is where he will stand. I'm going to ask you to do one thing now. We have done all the hard work, the many years leading up to this. The seals are all but unlocked. Now, we just need the Guardian to allow us to open the gate. Lord Darkfire will be able to pass through. Do you know what that entails, Nineteen? I want to roll a check before I do anything and answer anything. Sure. What do you want to roll a check for? Uh, say what he said one more time. Do I know what that entails? Do I know what that entails at all? Any idea whatsoever? You can give and me an arcana check with disadvantage for this info. <laughs> 21. Oh my god! 21. Um, is weirdly not really high enough, but I will give you as much as, uh, as much as I think you probably can, can ascertain from just piecing together anything here. Um, he said that the, the seals are all but unlocked and they need a guardian to allow us to open the gate. You know that the energy, I am the guardian. The energy of Hasmol is within you. The gate cannot open without you opening it. You are the, the, the key to the, to the lock and um, whatever it is there's a reason that there isn't an army of people down here. There's probably a reason that you guys weren't all murdered at the gate and uh you clearly willingly have to do something for him i assume this time was coming soon do you care if i take a moment with him he he looks back up to to the the others um the the other praetorians uh, praetoritans are all standing around um he says, hmm. Whatever you are stalling for time for, you get one moment more. Oh, oh, oh. I have nothing to stall. I just know my fate. And I know that once this is done, there will be no more 19. There will be no more me. And I think you know that as well, do you not? Truthfully? I have no idea what is to come. I just know what I have been promised. What is it you've been promised, if I may? This new world. 
the second age of the Magi, I will have ushered it in. I assume that must count for something. I think you are correct, and I think you will get what you long deserve. And I hope that you do. I wish only to look upon one with my own eyes. To witness that raw power. If only for a moment. I as well want to see that power. It's the only reason I'm still here. All I've ever wanted to do is feel like I was a part of something. That's all I've ever wanted. And I know that I found it here, after however long I was. Now pardon me. I wish to tell this dwarf. And I wish that you let him leave, so that he can tell the story. He, like, turns away from you and just waves a hand over his shoulder dismissively. I'm going to go over to Stubby. He's just looking at you and looking back and forth and looking around kind of warily. I am going to lean down to Stubby. I am going to, on my own accord, reach to his ear and take out the earplug in his left ear from Stubby. And And I am going to say, quietly... In fact, I'm not going to say anything. Okay. I'm going to look at Stubby with my back turned to the rest of the people behind me, and I am going to wink at Stubby and nod my head. And then I'm going to start rambling to Stubby about random shit. Yes. You can be free, or you can stay and choose to watch all of this. But if you stay to watch it, you must understand. Right. I think he was implying that he didn't take out his earplug. Yeah, I did not take out his earplug. Oh, you didn't take it out. Sorry. I did not take it out, no. I thought you took it out and went at him. Uh, Nope. Nope. I left it in and now I'm just mumbling on to him and I'm continuing to talk. I'm going to make an insight check for Stubby, but okay, carry on. Okay. (laughs) I just just nod his eyes and you. I just nod my head yes and then I am going to be in whatever form you want to say it Brad I am going to be continuing to talk to him and 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 continuing I think you get about like 30 seconds before Dessinger says your time is up come now follow me I I turn back I understand and I will be there momentarily I think you understand and my yourself understand that you need me. So you will be patient. Haven't you been patient? I need you indeed. But if you will not come willingly, I will drag you into the fire myself and open you the gate. You wish you could drag me. I'll be there in a second one. Make me a wisdom saving throw with <gasps> disadvantage. I'm turning around to walk towards him just as a note he, as he says that. Yeah. You still want me to roll it? Absolutely, yeah. 20. Disadvantage, right? A 20. He says, uh, he clicks his fingers as you turn around, and you feel this wave of energy pass over you, and he says, oh wait, no, you have disadvantage, roll it again. Okay. 12. 
you feel a wave of energy roll over you as okay. he casts Dominate Person on you. Okay. Um, essentially, um, you are charmed. He has a telepathic link with you. Um, he can issue commands to you, even if you're unconscious. Um, he can get you to do things and he can use his action to take total and precise control of you, basically. Can um, I do two things? Depends if you, those things are what Death Singer wants I'll you to do. You well, I mean, there's no, it has nothing to do with movement. First off, does this ability allow him to control anything, I think? Um, I don't think so. The first thing I do after I realize he's cast the spell on me is before I start moving, before I say anything to him, I reach out to the voice that was in my head. Mm. Mm-hmm. Give me a wisdom check. Just a standard, good old-fashioned wisdom check. Yep. 17. What do you want to say to the voice? The time has come. It's now or never. You better hurry, all of you. The uh, and the then voice, I'm going to be speaking to Death Singer afterwards. The voice of uh, of Hasmol responds, but quietly and almost weakly in your mind, and says, "I do not have the energy yet." Then it is up to me," he says in his head. Whatever you do, do not let it pass through the gate. And the <coughs> voice is gone. Um, you can't speak to Death Singer because he snaps his fingers and points up the stairs. And he forces you to walk up the stairs um, to, your, to your left. He forces you to walk up all the way up. And he follows you up there as well to the edge of the, um, the fire, which is up. On the uh, on the top level. Just a quick, just a quick note. So I have literally zero control over any kind of movement. Correct. I will tell you why. The ring. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I assumed it was the ring. The ring is. That's why he said, "Welcome to Pray Territory." The mm-hmm. um, you're marched kind of up the stairs, and he he. Once you're close to him, you can see he looks old. He looks tired. His movements are exasperated. He's not. He uh, he seems to come across as kind of um, flippant or or um, um, relaxed, but he's not. He just seems exhausted. Um, it seems like everything he's doing. Um, causes him maybe like effort not like necessarily physical effort like he's on death's door but just it's just taking him a long time to to do things and he's exasperated with this with this um this task in general he walks you up towards where the uh to where the the fire is and uh while he's doing so he's speaking to you he says we have planned for as many outcomes as possible i had hoped that this would be one of the others. Frankly, I wasn't sure if this ring 
would work on you. There was another. When I went back, there was a terrible, roguish figure. He hurt me. They all hurt me. Points to some scars that are on his body. You can see all these varying scars. He points at the one on his cheek and says, This one. This one. That came from acquiring that ring. Um, you can't speak. You're trapped inside your own mind, pretty much. Um, he says, uh, he, he kind of like, he's issuing you telepathic commands. He holds his hands up as he stands you before this pit of fire and now you see that there's this flava pool um you, it looks like you would step down into it um as opposed to some of the others that have an edge this one doesn't it has a little bit of a lip and then there's flava down there the flava in here is um filled with that kind of um purple fire and he um he says uh you must step into step into this fire now Soon it will all be over. You will have helped us. You will have brought about a new age. We will remember you. Nineteen. Phantom. A war forged of life. You will bring about everything I have worked for, everything we have worked for. All these long years. Much longer than you could ever know. Lord Darkfire is trapped. In an ageless place, trapped in a vortex of time itself, this gate will open. This gate will bring him to us. Together, we will rise. And it will all be thanks to you. Step now into this fire. Step in and open the gate. Guardian, key. Um, you may make me a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage to try and disobey this order if you'd like. Oh my god. I would like to, but I also want to ask you two things. First thing, you were pretty much already answered this, I think, but there's literally no movement that I can do on my own, like my hands. I can walk, right? He's making me walk, but can I do anything with my hands? Nope. Okay. Uh, secondly, I have something that has been used for other characters. I would like to ask if it's something I can use for myself in this instance because of the instance we're in. And I'm going to roll, but I would like to ask about Hasmal's blessing that I have right now. What does that let you do? Well, what it does allow me to do is allows me when a creature within 30 feet of you makes an attack roll, you can use a reaction, but basically what I'm asking you is for cannon because it is Hasmal's blessing if there would be a way for me to use something like this on myself even if it's not that effect even if it is that effect whatever it might be even though it's not an attack roll basically it's asking because I got Hasmal on my side to a certain degree and it's a blessing so I'm asking for anything and if you say no it's fine I just yeah. I'm trying to come up things that could say be no it doesn't help you in this situation so then a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage yes please that would be a 14. You have to beat a much higher number, I think. Yeah, I assume this is like 19 to 22 or something like that. It's not quite that high, but it's high. You... Can, I, can I look 
at him. And basically, I just like, I don't know, like, can I try to fucking, can I try to like talk to Death Singer without talking to Death Singer? I'm just trying to think of other cool ways I could get like not really I wouldn't say get out of it but like I have I have ideas in the back of my head that I don't want to speak out loud about unless you know I were able to but basically something like you know like gesturing towards him to kind of let me do it on my own what do you say to him specifically do you think that I could do this on my own considering I've been shackled most of my life. This would be the last choice I get to make on my own accord. I think you understand choice. Would I make this choice, considering I know that you're controlling me right now? I think we see a visual of 19 inside a cage, inside his own mind, manacled and shackled to the cage as he speaks into the void. And Death Singer does not respond. Mm. We see 19 lift a foot up as he's about to step into the fire. When we also see a mm. fucking great big bat appear all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be playing the immigrant song on my fucking fire loot, please? The Flight of the Valkyries. In the center of the room, above maybe where this fire pit is, there is a shimmer of fabric as the realities part for a moment. And this monstrous, disgusting, half-tiefling, half-bat breaks through through from the shadow fell and into here i think drift even as you pass through you cannot hold on to this form this is at best a kind of druid wild shape here which you can do like once a day you have managed to fly your friends up and out of that chasm you maybe spent a while trying to figure out what's going on and how to get back they're holding on to you as you're holding on to them and you guys flew out of that chasm and (laughs) as you're flying upwards there is a moment where you feel this energy rush over you this this um wave of energy Iro and um and rin most certainly would have heard um a voice in their own minds just stop the gate from being opened. Do not let him step into the fire. I need a little more time. As you burst through into this room, Drift suddenly shrinks and shifts again into his form. Lands crashing into the ground. Eero splays off to one side. Rin splays off to the other side. You guys are back in this place. You see... Death Singer kind of do an air motion above you. You see 19 just kind of arms down at his side, robot-like, walking towards this fire. You see this masked figure with the the star above it lift this um, 
weird artifact up with a bolt and aim it down towards you and suddenly bark um, an order at the others. You see everybody spring to life. Athena suddenly leaps up out of the uh, out of the um, bowl thing that she's in and jumps off of the edge as if she's leaping down towards you. Destinger turns immediately and shouts, You are too late! Far too late! And that is where we end today's session. Thank you very much for watching. You successfully made it to the end of today's session. Good God. Um, can I say it, Brad? Can I say it? Can you say what? What do you want to say? It's 100% the final next week, isn't it? 100%. The finale will be next week. Um, fucking 49 and 50 will be the roundtable discussion. Oh, my God. It worked out really well. I, uh, I honestly swear to God, you would have died if you had dropped to the bottom. You had six more rounds, I think, or five um, before you... Is that what the, I rolled for when I rolled five? Round. Thank God I didn't uh, roll one. That's how dead. long you had to work it out um, to, uh, to figure out a way. I didn't know what you were going to do. Um, whatever it was, you can you could figure it out. I thought that you. I would might. have been okay. I did have a plan. I had. You a had plan. a plan. I figured I that you would come up with something eventually. But if you didn't, I had a crazy hero plan. I was very very prepared for you all to smash into the ground. And if all three of you died, I would have just then seen what nineteen did done and this would have ended either ambiguously or with whatever would have happened here. Um, would have been would have been the end. My team would have walked in, opened the gate, and it would have been over. Like either, he would have been controlled. That or yeah, I mean, it, it depends. Obviously, the roles could have changed. It could have been different. The last scene we might so have seen sad, would, would have been like been nineteen with a ever. sword and shield by himself going in to deal with this alone, and it could have been this. Like I was like so prepared for all these kind of, uh, I guess, bad endings. Um, but you uh, you figured it out, and that's all I really wanted to uh, wanted to do. Anyway, my God. Um, it was weird also playing as the first because the first was also kind of representing me like I was trying to save you and pick you up and fly you up to the top and stuff but I also know that it was like it was like me trying to deus ex machina you like come on let me do it and you guys were like no man you're evil get away and I'm like come on let me just pick you up as a bat and fly you up um, ask you a question but yeah go on go shoot sorry about the ring by the way yeah yeah <laughs> I assume that he must have made the ring because originally the orc was charm proof. Um, the the orc was charm proof, but not dominant person proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of why I assume there was a difference there. I was well, just the, out of the ring gives I've been thinking you, about it for a little bit. The ring gives you disadvantage on dominate person saves. That's what it does. Okay. It also gives you some other genuine. shit like being super intelligent and maybe other things that we'll find out next week. Yeah, I have very big curiosities. There's something else about that ring and we just don't know it yet. Um, yeah. Uh, so, um... That was a really intense episode. <laughs> it was very intense and, uh, I'm right here with you. I, I feel like the weight of the world has been lifted off me as well. We get one more session. There's almost no way that I could see this going on for two more sessions. I do not know how you possibly could do it. Um, it's uh, it's down to this. You've got a week to figure out what you want to do. How next dare time. you doubt our ability to delay? I, yeah, I'm going shopping as soon yeah, as I we'll, land. We'll see. I want 50 episodes of gameplay. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. Um, we'll see. I'm, I'm not going to write it off, but I can't imagine that it will be the case. Um, We're all going to jump in the fire, right? When we get there. No! 
Uh, and then we'll do a shopping episode. So yeah, um, in heaven. Congratulations. Two episodes would be an entire year. Sorry. It would. Oh well. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. We're gonna do that roundtable. It'll be an entire year. I've got OCD. I'm not allowed to do things that are all perfect and neatly done. I need to exposure therapy myself to stuff. <laughs> so it's probably the best way I can do it. Uh, let's do a quick round of shoutouts and then we'll we'll head on out. Um, and we'll see you next week for the almost definitely finale of gameplay, and then Crazy. and then two weeks of roundtable stuff. <laughs> Just Crazy. make any anything up to fit in. Uh, let's start with uh, the man who started us off today, Mr. Tiger Brian. Where can people find you and stuff and things? Hi. You've probably heard this before. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash tiger writer. Like you're writing a piece of paper in front of you, not like you are. I'm a tiger. Writing. Oh. Sorry. What? Finish your statement. I, that was it. That on was a tiger. It. On a tiger. Oh, oh, I see. I thought you were just wanting me to talk to you for a second. I'll always talk to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, you can find me over there on my Twitch channel. I have a Twitter and Instagram, all that stuff, too. If you just Google Tiger Rider, you'll find all the things you want. Thanks for watching our campaign. And uh, I don't care how much this might make people sad, but I am deeply disheartened that the next week is our final episode. Don't do it no i am doing it because it's the truth and i like reality and i'm a realist and on top of that i'm okay with it being the last episode as much as i'm not okay with it i'm okay with it because i understand that things have to end because that's a part of life like i'm gonna die someday but i'm also really sad about it because i don't want to end just like i don't want to die someday so it's all round and it makes sense to me perfectly balanced as all things should be yes yes it's perfectly perfectly balanced death (laughs) um like your fucking dominate person spell, you little cunt. Uh, yeah, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Bam! A bullshit one. Um Yeah, well I'll discuss I'll discuss all the all the reasoning for things eventually, but we won't do it now. We'll do it on the uh on the fifty first episode, never the fifty second. What if um, my little what if my little what if my little my little fairy would have gotten the ring? <laughs> Would we have fought the little fairy instead of the orc? I just um, no, save no, it for no, the round no. table. Save it for the round table. Save it for the round table. No. It was all just get get the ring to 19's finger um, or whoever picked it up or got near it and whatever. Could have been any of you. Could have been any of you. It if actually 19 is, didn't pick it up, he would have not been charmed right there. The whole way this worked out is crazy. Well, no, the whole way it worked out that 19 was the only one that went back because he was separated from you for a while and you know, it's all it all just worked out really well thematically or whatever. But yeah, yeah, amazing. Um. Anyway, John, where where yeah. are you at in the week? What are you doing? I honestly, I'm all I'm going to be doing this entire week is thinking about next week. So, yeah, if you guys want to join me on that energy, I'll be in the Discord just w- watching you guys type theories because I am not as smart as most of you in the discord and i don't say that with like you being like oh john you're smart no no no. i just don't that's not where my mind thinks i have like yeah i don't go there so i listen to all these theories and i'm like this is genius yes this is exactly what's going on and i love it because it helps me understand the world and lore more so please keep it up because i'm lurking in there i check it on like it's part of my regular it's like all right twitter all right, Instagram. All right, Discord is like it's it's in the regular like 
not any other Discord, not even my own personal Discord. Like that Discord, that Darkfire Discord is all I do. So make sure to go in there if you're not in there. And uh, I love you guys. I've literally been everything in this sh show. I've the curse breaker, a, a vampire turned into a bat, inside, been yeah. a crocodile. Like this fun. has been one of the most eventful DDs I've ever been a part of. And it's so cool. So I'm going to be definitely a little sad next week, but all things must come to an end. All good things must come to an end. Thank you guys. Um, love you. Yeah, there we go. Um, I also am not as intelligent as half the people in the Discord, so they're probably going to be really disappointed. They'll be like, wait, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> does not make any sense, man. I'd be like, yeah, it's because my brain is dumb. Um, someone else <laughs> whose brain isn't dumb, PB, where, where can people find you? Oh, can you skip me, please? No. I'm failing my constitution. I need to know. <laughs> where pe People need to know where you're going to be in case they're not Tomorrow here. Tomorrow I'll week. be doing Nocturne coming out. <laughs> coming up when? I hate you. Uh, 5 p.m. So on Wednesdays. Whack, go! I don't think you're done yet, PB. Yeah, no, you've got a lot more going on. Where's your yeah, screen? So we all got like a minute or two. Ian. Yeah. I'll have to She's go gone. Yet. Oh, I do have to go on. She's gone. Whack Steven. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Whack Steven, and normally I'm the GM of Doom. Normally I drag players kicking and screaming through adventures. Instead, I do my best and hardest to make PB cry during yeah, these episodes. I'm about to say it really fast, fast, so it has to go back to her. Is it her. happening? I think it might be happening. Yeah. Oh, next Lord week's going to be messy. Yeah, we did it. We did it, Reddit. Uh, so <laughs> this is so mean. I can't be a part of this. It's not mean. It's cathartic is what it is. It's cathartic. <laughs> I do love watching other people cry. It makes like me wax, feel myself. <laughs> but it's tears of it's tears of joy. Go, no, it's, it's at how sad. good it was. No, oh, because the show is so good. Man, I've had those kind of tears before. Are you putting oh, clear waters on? Is that, it's the uh, <laughs> it's the penultimate episode. This is it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for watching. As always, I uh, hope you enjoyed me playing Erodeer for you and the uh, Scream of Doom. Um, and uh, I hope that uh, we'll catch you guys um, tomorrow for Nocturne uh, that PB will be doing, and you should absolutely follow. I promise I won't cry on it. Um, you can't fucking promise that. And yeah, I'm not. PB. Nobody. One hundred percent. It's, a, it's, it's fine. On the bingo, it's not even on the bingo card because it's just guaranteed. There's no. It's random the free space in the middle. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but make sure you I'll cry a finale sure bingo not. card available next week. <laughs> make sure you tune in for tomorrow's Nocturne episode because uh, PB's been knocking it out of the park. Um, and uh, Thursday we got probably ragtags. I don't know if we're on if we're on a bi-monthly schedule with ragtags at the moment. But I think I think we're good for Thursday. Um, and uh, if you missed it, uh, yesterday we showed, um, uh, and the day before we showed that Katie Peters plays is going to be doing a special one shot called the Last Transmission because you guys hit five thousand dollars on the St. Jude charity goal. So congrats on that. We're going to have Katie Peters plays very first GMing experience ever. Like it's gonna at be all. amazing. 
Um, and she's doing a she's doing a, a special horror thing. So check that out. That's going to be on July thirteenth. And we've just got a ton of stuff going on. So stay tuned to Table Story this month. We've got a lot of announcements and cool shit going on. There's going to be stuff changing and all kinds of uh, all kinds of insanity. So if you're not following us on um, on Discord, on on the Twitter, on YouTube, on Twitch, do so. Make it happen. Table Story on uh, all the places except uh, on Twitter, where we're at a Table Story. Um, and Instagram. And or Instagram. Table Story RPG. Correct. Yes. Thank you. And I forced them to take selfies. You're welcome. You're terrific. Thanks very much for watching, everybody. We'll see you next yeah. week for next week. the almost definitely no! finale. I'm calling it. It's definitely the finale. It's definitely the finale. Um, the last I one. Love you guys. The journey began kind of here, and it'll end here. And we'll see you and this lot one last time next time. Peace out.